1: Hello everybody! Welcome to episode seven of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike, and over there we got the Jelly Roll. What's up, Shane Diablo? Jelly Roll, sweeten. How you doing, baby? <laughs> What's up, man? How's it going? It, it's going pretty good. Well, we took a week off. I know, and uh, we feel really bad about it. But I don't know if you can tell, but I've got—I I've still got a little bit of the what, what do you call it—the uh, the, the scratchy throat syndrome. Scratchmaster. You know, we're we're gonna make this work, dude. We're going to make this work. I think you can. I think you got the power in your heart. You can do it. (laughs) Well, dude, I'm putting my mind to it, and people tell me that when I put my mind to stuff, i can accomplish just anything. like the just
0: like our giant mixer you just fix that out
1: dude you got to realize you people we are going all high tech on your asses this episode We're trying out some new technology you know bear with us it's
0: unbelievable know. man it's like it's like the star trek enterprise a right mixer here.
1: with microphones and headphones and a computer computers what are those what wow they're gonna steal our souls well, that's fine. Uh, yeah, it's, what are you going to do about that? Anyway, yeah. So, uh, any 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 uh, thing to start? Th- I mean, we we should have a lot to talk about in a couple weeks. Dude, I'm telling you, my life is
0: all about two things right now. Balls is one. No, no, about not balls, things. but oh. the Walking Dead. Okay. and and I I know you're you're kind of on the fence with that. Sure, but the Walking Dead and dude, I'm just finishing up the Dark Tower.
1: Oh yeah, yeah holy yeah, yeah, yeah. hell, really. Rocking it, huh? But yeah,
0: so I'm in the Dark Tower book seven really halfway through i'm crying like a baby dude this is some serious
1: really serious shit dude dude i it takes a lot for the jelly roll to cry
0: dude i well yeah it does and this this whole series of books Uh and i told you it's like i'm going on like 80 or 90 hours of listening time because i don't read i don't like words (laughs) i listen with my ears sure audiobooks dude but i'm telling you i'm almost to the end and it's Two two of the you know the folks that are in the journey are dead, and I'm going.
1: Oh, you sons of bitches! What are you? You know, it's intense. Well, let me ask you something because the question of the episode we asked last episode was, what movie would you like to see made into a movie? Is this one that you think could be could do well as a movie?
0: You know, this has a lot of uh, old gunslinger kind of westerny stuff, but it's kind of sci fi with robots and you know the world coming to an end. Sure. And, uh, It would be very cool to see the Dark Tower happen like that, but Mm -hmm. I just don't know how you would even put all of that in
1: there. Well, 90 hours, you say, or how long? Oh, at
0: least 90 hours. Really, a book. Of listening to someone go, and then they moved on to the... (laughs) But
1: you're enjoying it. it Oh, dude, I'm, I'm I'm on fire, dude. Well, that's cool, man. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to check those out from you. And then there goes all my podcast listening for you know, yeah, a couple of months. And so. I've been
0: doing that too. Have you? You know, I listened to the new Johnny Krug. Oh, Johnny. We love Johnny Krug, though. Padded Room. Oh, yeah. Cool. Listen to that. And then what was the other one with the ladies? I listened to that. Creepy Kitsch. The Creepy Kitsch, yeah. Oh, cool. Which one did you listen so to? I have no idea. Dude. I. Li- I, I- Pile all, everything in there because it's like there's so many friends and sure. family and all that. that just all of Everybody's got a podcast. In the world.
1: Everybody In the, the world. world.
0: Sure. And so I'm trying to go, all right, well, let's give them all a listen and, and, and see if they make me want to <laughs> touch your... myself. Really?
1: I, well, I, how, I, how do you know if it's them making you want to touch yourself as opposed to just wanting to I touch think, yourself? I think, well,
0: because <laughs> it's, it's all in what they say. Oh. You know, hmm. really, if they have nasty words in there. They conjure up things in my mind that makes me touch myself. Sure, well, that's awesome. They're the magicians. They make it happen.
1: (laughs) Podcasters, we make it happen. Go ahead and start yourself a podcast tomorrow. (laughs) PSA, the more you know, start yourself a podcast. Start it. There we go. Well, dude, I got some stuff to talk about here. Uh, First of all, uh, guess what was nominated for Rondo Hatton Horror Award for 2011?
0: I don't know.
1: The Cadaver Lab. Wow! How about that? Go to rondo r o n d o award slash rondo slash rondos dot html. Vote
0: Cadaver Lab, man.
1: Oh, they, let, let, let's send it out on a high note. We're not. We're never going to win that. It's always some professional thing. Like I think last year we were nominated, but uh, Roomwork Radio. no no
0: don't give it to them no give it to cadaver lab well uh, even if you know i i I mean i'm not trying to pick fights with rumor kind of but i am but (laughs) i'm just saying give it to the underdogs man give it to the give it to the you know put your vote in i'm gonna say put it in at least six times really each six six
1: six that'll get you the votes to win oh cool no, I mean, I just thought I mentioned that. It's That's it, very cool. You know, the thing is, is it's gone. It's you know, it, it's time to, it's time to, you know, it, the fresh dirt is no longer fresh anymore after we buried it. But you know, I'll tell you what. I mean, it's it's kind of nice to get recognized, you know, after it's done. All right. Hell then. yeah. Uh, also, I want to throw out a reminder for the Cadaver Tracks Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That is due March first. We've it. got a couple of them, so we're good to go. Good. And uh, yeah, Gracie's Poppy so, uh, sent his in. Yeah, he did. He did indeed and I got it. So, uh, have you listened to it at all? No, I uh, no. I well I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to it. I just I saw him post
0: that. something saying I uh, just finished that up with my girls and I apologize in advance. So <laughs> it's like
1: Oh god, what could what what no. could happen there? I don't trust that mother effer. I know. F and F and effer. Dude, okay, by the way, uh we do have some winner prize winners. Really? Yeah, remember uh, Zach's song? We have, a, yeah. we have a couple of those. First of all, we have uh New Jersey Nick from the Slasher cast. Yeah, hey, uh, you out thought, there. you
0: jerky? Yeah,
1: yeah yo, you, you listen to Bon Jovi, because if you don't, you you got nothing. You ever heard that Bruce Springberg? <laughs> He's good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, congratulations to him. And also, Sean Gabarine from a- Angry Gnome Comics. You know, listen, I don't know which one came in first, but we're just going to go ahead and award two people. Because we live in the age where everybody gets a trophy. We give treat yeah. we Yeah. You know, there's no losers here. No, we're all winners, and we're all special butterflies. And you all
0: get a trophy, and you all get a pat, and go over and get some oranges. I was going to say, I'm
1: going to send them the orange slices,
0: and uh, have fun. And and Gatorade, and good job. (laughs) Pat on the backs will be
1: rewarded. Absolutely, dude. PML, (laughs) too. Wow. Paper pats on the back. There you go. Oh, that, that, you know. So, there you go. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you, first of all, Zach, for playing that for us and giving us uh, an excuse to give something away. Secondly, uh, appreciate you guys uh, calling in and, uh, you know, I mean, entering the contest, I guess. (laughs)
0: And and Um, Zach is, you know, I mean, wow. Who knew that he knew how to play? The Zelda guitar riff. I well, mean,
1: I, I assume I assume that he he got the tabs from uh, Limp, when Limp Biscuit covered it in two thousand two.
0: Yeah, two thousand two. You know, if you're a real man, you'll do something like Mario Brothers.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. You know, Limp Biscuit didn't cover that though. So Zach uh, exactly, will have The underwater no Mario Brothers.
0: Oh.
1: Play that on the guitar. All That's right. a double dog dare. We just threw out a challenge, bitch. Oh, snap. Sorry, you're not a bitch. I I don't know why I decided I needed to He's go there. Scat. He's Bizkit. He's Cat Jr. Well, all right, man. Uh, so we got, uh, first of all, so we, so we mentioned the, the question of the episode, what book would you like to have put into a movie? And I assume that we've got some voicemails with some answers, so why don't we just go right into those? Sounds good. Sweet.
2: Mike, Shane, what's up? This is Alan. What's up? I'm calling in about the question of the episode. Any it can have any book made into any movie, or made into a movie, I'd like to see Robert R. McGammon, McCammon's Swan Song turned into a movie. Yes. Oh, really? I have never ideas, heard of I it. I'd actually rather see it as a miniseries, because the book is so epic. I don't think it... Well, it sounds like The Dark Tower, movie movie too. paint it.
1: Yeah, it's a great wanted
2: book. I also recommend a band for y'all to check out on the show. It's uh, Those Poor Bastards. <laughs> uh, <gasps> really kind of hard to describe their sound. I guess if uh, Johnny Cash and Nick Cave took a bunch of pills and got locked Nick in a shack Cave? in Mississippi and recorded something with he broken He has a disgusted
1: face on, maybe. just so you know.
2: But uh, really dark, really spooky. Say, uh, check out Hellfire Hymns or Country Bullshit. Those are probably my two favorite. Anyway, a good one thing. Swear
0: words. I'm going to spot a whore of that
2: <laughs> right after the episode.
1: Oh, well, there you go, dude. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, so you've read that book then, huh? I have,
0: dude. That is one hell of a book.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: And I say hell with capital H e <laughs> double hockey sticks. Really? It's a great book.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've never even heard of it. So there you go. Hopefully uh I really can't say that much would be about that
0: it. would be wonderful to see, uh, you know, it, and like he's the only thing about miniseries.
1: Well, especially I mean, especially I mean, we talked about Stephen King. Well, I mentioned oh yeah. Stephen King, you know, yeah, like. Stephen King miniseries are terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Horrid.
0: And you get, you know, these horrible actors in it, and it's just like, ugh, this well, is what disgusting. What was that one
1: where Balky Bartokamus was on, uh, like, a plane, and it was, yeah, like, what, the, what was that? The it it was Langoliers. Called the Langoliers. Oh, my gosh, that was Yeah, so that mad. was
0: just, just them. Like,
1: Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on <laughs> in this airport? Exactly. It's just horrible, man. Yeah, so I don't know. Is there any good miniseries? I know that Salem's Lot was a miniseries. I I think both the, is that true? I know the new one was, but I'm pretty sure the old one was, but I hope I'm not being a stupid ass. Man, I'll tell you though, Swan Song was a great book. That is a great pick. Awesome. All right, let's see what Darian has to say. Hey, kids. It's Darian
3: from the Padded Room Podcast. Hey, um, all these questions this week, man. Turning into like an interview session or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, with yeah, you. Eddie Rotten wanted to know about uh, horrors of subgenres. It'll tell you I'm a zombie guy screwing through. But, really? Uh, I've always had a soft spot for for a good ghost story, you know? Oh, yeah. Something that's really dark and ominous. That's that's the kind of thing that sits with you. Hits you when you're on, on the way to the car or something like that. <laughs> uh What else? Running with a boner. <laughs> That's a tough one to do. Let me tell you something. I ran <laughs> yeah, the San Francisco Marathon a couple of years ago. Really? Oh. Like twenty six miles. San
0: Francisco Marathon. But, uh, <laughs> no 18,
4: wonder you had a Well,
1: I got myself behind a little hottie wearing a ill fitting sports bra. <laughs> I bet he was. How do say? Why was he wearing I didn't a sports make bra?
0: A point, but
3: I wasn't doing they do it that with, my, with my fingers. If you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, uh, film adaptations. Favorite books that should be made into movies. Uh, speaking of boners, I'm going to have to take the old uh, Cold Heart Canyon on this one. It's by Clive Barker. I don't know if you guys oh, have read I've it. Or never,
0: not. I haven't either. I don't think
3: it will ever be made into a movie, though. I mean, know know the title. It would pretty much just go right into it. the realm of hardcore pornography.
0: Oh, I'm very read single, it tomorrow though. I had to watch <laughs> that one
3: or read that one with my uh, right hand. If you know what I'm saying, on the left no.
0: I hear <laughs> you. Any sports bra?
4: Anyway, so, uh,
1: the good work, and I'll talk to you next week. Yeah. nice dude okay so yeah I know nothing about that but this question like doesn't apply to me because I totally don't read books
0: well read or listen to or
1: whatever you well, sure
0: have, it's like uh I don't know. There's there's something to be said about books as opposed to movies or, or Well, uh, it's a whole
1: different like like we were saying. It's a whole different you know form of entertainment. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's the, the only books I ever read are tech books, and it's like you know. So I think
0: that half the half the thing with like books is that you know there's so much detail put into the scenery and the <laughs> right. word said and the emotion and everything right. else that it's hard to try and turn that into a movie that even does justice to, you know. No, absolutely. And, I, I and totally it's agree. like Cujo, okay? Cujo, great book. The kid dies in the book. Spoiler.
1: <laughs> does he
0: die? Yeah, if you haven't read Cujo, that came out in like, I don't know, 1980.
1: <laughs> well, I've never read it. Did, but, did but he die in the movie? No, he that survives movie. in the movie. Okay,
0: But it's like, why do, why do they do things like that?
1: Like, go, you know, well, for
0: the movie, for the people, they triumph and well, uh, they like survive.
1: I, like I said, it's a different movie. People are there. They're not invested. They're, they're invested in an hour and a half as opposed to, you know, however long Yeah, it takes but if your you're, but I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, if you're taking,
0: hey, it doesn't matter how, it, you know, if they walk into the movie theater and that's the way it is, baby, I'm sorry. Well, you know, the kid dies and everyone thinks miserable. You know right. what I mean? It's like, remember Gage getting hit by that? I do Whoa. remember it's no like, fear.
5: Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Dude, that was awesome. That was, but, uh, you know, it's just why do they change those little no, bits? Or I, okay. why do they go, okay, th- this is only going to be, you know, two hours? I mean, God knows you live through lord of the rings and everything else put someone like i'll tell you yeah but
1: the thing is is yeah you run into budgetary concerns you run into actors i mean the thing is when you're reading you can create whoever you want your your mind fills in the blanks and when it's put on a movie you're like i gotta deal with freaking paul walker on a movie for two hours i gotta deal with
0: this guy that doesn't know jack probably hasn't ever heard of any of the shit going Ah, on absolutely uh nope uh you're getting close on the budget there no
1: you know? No, absolutely, and that, and I think that has a lot to do with it. You know, yeah. But put, put Peter Jackson in charge of Swan Song or something is like it, that. Is it that epic? I mean, would it be? Oh, it's
0: it's huge, dude. I mean, really? it's this end of the world, and it's you know, yeah, it would be huge. All right, but would people go and spend the money to see it? Who knows? Who knows?
1: Well, well, yeah, that's true. It's all it's all about those marketing jerk faces. It's all about the money, money. money. So, okay, so we have the next uh, voicemail that we have. I don't know who it is. I called him the Dead and Buried guy. So uh, here we buried. here we go.
3: <laughs> I deleted one. <laughs> I
1: don't really know what that means.
3: Dead and buried. That was good. That was nice. That was <laughs> Whoa! Good. Hello. Glad I finally heard a dead and buried review I, I think i might have heard one or two before but that was good i got some things from it i hadn't ever heard of and yeah man anyway i you guys were asking a question about at the end of the reveal and the sheriff and um why did we have to know and why did it all of a sudden happen just to him it's a Twilight Zone episode, man. It's My dad said it best. I saw a Double Feature, uh, Dead and Buried, and then Halloween 2. And I think the weekend before was Dead and Buried and Strange Behavior. And I saw it then, too. Before I saw it with my pops and a bunch of my friends. And anyway, that's the message. That it's you're supposed to be feeling what he feels only in his world, just like a Twilight Zone episode. Oh, okay. He's talking about the, the sheriff, his sure. And his spirit and what he's getting from it, and what he gets from it. We've already, it's been revealed to us before. So we're but then we're walking as him too, and he's the one right. jokes on us, man. <laughs> there, there you go. I hate being a chump. It's back at you. It's a finger point. Take it. Walk on and think about it, you know.
1: Oh, All right, that works for me, I guess.
3: Oh, that's that oh, sounds pretty. Man, I'll be listening.
4: Cool, sweet.
3: Know, man, but I'll be listening. <laughs>
4: oh, bring God. up them
3: subjects that I just want to hear about. Bam, I'm hooked. All right, sweet, sweet. man. Hey, good appreciate job? it. Dead and
0: buried. Well, dead and buried guy. <laughs> dead and buried guy. Sounds good to me. Hope he calls in more. The dead and buried guy. Yeah, yeah. you
1: know, you know. I mean, I see what he's I saying.
0: I think he's got a tip on a tip.
1: You know, he's. I think his dad knows a lot of stuff too. Sure. Well, listen. I, I understand what he's saying. I mean, I get it. I mean, I, yeah. it's that was still kind of a bizarre whole deal. And I, I guess if you know, I, if you look at it that way, it, it makes sense. So yeah, I guess
0: whatever whatever he's makes ca- sense. He's got things all figured out.
1: <laughs> well, I you know I've never been one to claim that I've got everything figured well, no. out. Okay, of course all right. not. All right, don't you know? I j- that's just too much pressure. <laughs> all right. Uh, Eddie Rodden called.
6: Oh, boy. Hey, guys. This is Eddie Rodden here from Rodden. Texas calling again. I wanted to, to touch on your question uh, of your last podcast, episode six. Okay. Uh, as far as getting a, a book, a good book to, to the movie screen, uh, there's a couple books that I've uh, looked at. Recently that I think would make a, a pretty good movie Survival Guide And they kind of follow along good? with the, the typical scary deal But they, they have a following already The first one is City. actually a, a new book in the Friday the 13th really? uh, series It's called Church of the Psychopath And it, and it talks about a group of people hmm. who get together um, religiously And go out to uh, the camp where where Jason was originally, and uh, and they try to revive his spirit so that he can no become way. a good spirit and do good for all men, and things, things go bad. And I think well, that that duh. would make a pretty good movie. It, it would be successful. That would be cool. Uh, I've never heard of that. That's because it's cool. already a proven, uh, you know, it's a proven series that they have. Um, the other book that I think that would make a good movie, and it, again, it follows along with what we've already seen, but hey man, habit is, is, is getting familiar with something and then going in and just doing it again and being successful with it. So A Nightmare on Elm Street has another book out. It's called Suffer the Children. And really? these are, um, it's a book these about teenagers ex- that entered a scientific study where they're testing uh, a new insomnia drug. And the insomnia drug uh, actually makes them uh, Freddy Krueger's little play toy. So I think that, that that would make a pretty good movie, too. And it could get wow. gory, and there's obviously going to be uh, some TNA in there. Of
4: um, course. But
6: I, think, uh, I think stuff that has proven to be could also, it could just prove again itself on the screen. And things that were made back in the day they can they can be remade and still be uh, really good, and I think that these books would would prove that.
5: Going good along up. with
6: that, I think I'd love to see a new movie um, where um, the 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 lady with the low cut shirt. What the hell is her name? I got a brain freeze now. Uh, lady with the Dolly Parton. <clears throat> kind of you said uh, <laughs> the the chick from Up All Night. Oh yeah, Ron um, It would be fun to see in a new movie. And uh, fun,
1: but she's old,
6: and it just again, it just goes along with the whole thing. So that's a little something to think about. Uh, And and maybe just consider seeing uh, Friday the 13th again and Freddy Krueger again. It's not the most original (laughs) idea, but those are uh, definitely uh, fun things to see on the screen and read about. Anyways, you guys have a great show, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, right, man.
1: So you know, I'm. A, I'm. I mean, I. Yeah. I assume these are kind of novelizations. Like I know that Sam used to read like the crap out of these uh, yeah. Star Wars books. Oh, yeah, and yeah, and, and the, whatnot. What, what happened before or in between all the? Uh, you know. uh, yeah, and I and I wonder if this is kind of the same thing. I mean. I don't know. I could, I've never even heard dude, of. Dude, I'm that's all awesome. about
0: the Walking Dead, and that was a graphic <laughs>
1: novel. Dude. Yeah, it was a graphic and novel, and you know they've got like
0: God knows ninety of them.
1: Well, you know. and, and that's the thing. That's I mean that's kind of the same thing I was saying the other day. I mean my pick would be. Yeah. Um, hack slash, because, you know, it would be so easy to turn a graphic novel or, you know, a comic book into a movie, because it's so visual already. Yeah. You know, and...
0: And like you were saying, it's all about the budget concerns, you know? Sure. Like with The Walking Dead, they go, okay, let's make six of these and see what happens. Well, how you, how could you make Hello? one movie
1: about... You couldn't make, like, one movie about all the books. Right. So, I mean, it's like, that's why, I mean... It's I a revolving know. cast
0: of this guy gets killed, this guy's shot, sure. they meet new people, you know. And it just keeps going on. I predict this some bitch will keep rolling along as long as they keep it fairly interesting. You'll watch that kid grow up. They're like uh, what two kid? What was that show called? Two 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 two, two guys one two guys and a two girls <laughs> and one cup. No, uh, two, you know Charlie Sheen show. Two guys and a half a oh, man two, or uh, something like two, that.
1: Two boys and some little
0: kid. Yeah, you know you watch that kid yeah. grow
1: up to be an ugly bastard. You know,
0: dude. How about Ricky Schroeder? Yeah, growing dude. up. Remember when he was a kid He was like Absolutely hey, How many tears I saw an interview with him And he's like You're so cute And everything And how did you cry in that movie Remember The Bodyguard uh, With Ricky Schroeder Oh Was that the one Where he hired some guy He hired some guy yeah. Sure did. They, He said I saw this interview He's like How many tears do you want One or two <laughs> oh, And he could cry on really, your, Really bloop, bloop. Really with That little Ricky Schroeder He's smoking on the glass dick Right now But Is We love really, it. Really I don't
5: I don't know <laughs> for that
0: for sure <laughs> You know, please contact my uh, my lawyer, Ronnie Schmechdel, uh if, if I'm completely wrong on that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, we don't want to get into any. Because where got? Where do these people go,
1: dude? You're asking me, Ricky Schroeder. Reason, sorry, Rick
0: Schroeder. Now. Oh, dude,
1: he was on uh, that one cop show with. Oh, that's right. So yeah. he's probably doing all right. He's all right. Whatever. He's not on the dick. <laughs> He's not on the glass stick. He's not on the glass stick. Uh, all right, Gracie speaking of lips. speaking of being on the glass stick, here's Gracie's poppy. Oh
7: shit. Hey guys, Gracie's Poppy. Uh, what do I got for you this
1: time? Around? Glass
7: stick? Um last time I forgot the uh question of the episode. So i um, I'll give it to you now. Um don't have to look much further than Brutal Massacre. There's a line in there. I quite exactly you know uh remember how it exactly goes, but kind of goes like this. <laughs> you can't have a horror movie without titties, boy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, that's that's the way it that's goes. That's out of the it. That sounds good titties. to me. So, it was that. Uh, for this week's question, the episode, uh, what book would you like to see made into a movie? All right, I'm going to geek out a little bit. Uh, it's not strictly horror, but there are some horror elements into it. It's, uh, it's a fantasy series by Raymond Feist, uh, the Rift War Saga. Uh, yeah. Start out with Magician. Um, it's 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 like one of my favorites. Uh, Me neither. Of course, it borrows a lot from Lord of the Rings and Dungeons and Dragons, but it's much easier to read. It's uh, at least you can under- you, you can tell the characters apart, as opposed to uh, Lord of the Rings because all their names are pretty much similar, um, and oh, it, it does. There are some scenes from uh, 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 later on in the series, the Gilger, where there's like uh, where uh, sure. the McCormack Gilger is involved. There's a little uh, of the Gilger another one, and all of ripping out throats, <laughs> and and it, it, it gets pretty cool. cool. But that's that's something I like to see uh, made into a movie. At least the uh, the uh, later parts with the the horror elements in there, I would like to see how that turns out in, in the film. All right. uh, see the Death Riders. Love them, yeah. want them, can't get them. No, yeah, uh, you can't. It's not on iTunes. I can't find it on Amazon. I even I even uh, looked up the uh, the name of the album, the uh, um, soundtrack for Depression, and it doesn't doesn't come up. Yep. Um, tried Last FM, and I only saw a couple of the uh, titles. Uh, a couple of tracks uh, are able to be played. I looked further. There's uh, you can hear the whole album on um, All Music or Yahoo music. Oh. That's where you can, uh, you can at least hear them online. Yeah. And uh, uh, when Mike said too. that you felt like listening to it, you felt like jumping on a Harley and going through uh, the streets of Salt Lake. <laughs> well, there's an unofficial soundtrack to Sons of Anarchy that has uh, Wrong Way Out on it.
0: So oh, really? Oh, wow. So that's that cool. It feels that way. Very cool. I'm uh, sure they're collecting well, the okay. checks um, because they just don't care
7: him, about him. putting the music out. Uh, hmm. Still, I like it, but I like... Uh, Fashion of Fear uh, a little bit better. I'm
1: I, 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 I that, do like the, album, so,
7: like the yeah, album. You guys, I've never heard that, that one, so... Um, is that... Oh, yeah. Recorded the cadaver tracks for, uh, Crowns, Had a blast doing that. I did it with my cool. kids, so you're gonna have to there
4: suffer you go.
7: through... I want another popsicle, Dad! So, <laughs> Get your asses on it. Get it going. Gonna... I sent mine hey, in as far it, as you know, Like uh, we've done it already. I'm pretty sure I sent it to you. No, I got it. Keep on asking you if uh, you got it. And you keep on ignoring me.
1: I don't mean I don't mean to, to, I don't mean to ignore anybody. Hey, don't um, get me wrong. I'd love
0: to snuggle up to yeah, my teddy bear well, and have some popcorn. Uh, in get do get on, man.
7: It's a blast <laughs> and a half. It's all about time, uh, time and space. I think that's about it for now. Cool. Uh, talk to you all later. Bye. Bye. There you go, cool, Gracie's awesome.
0: Poppy's on the money, man. He, he's he's doing his homework. He's in and out. He's all around. The he's Death Riders.
1: The yeah, I mean, we talked about it last episode. It's unbelievable still. You can't find it. It's cool that he's out that... there
0: looking, but yeah, it's hard to find.
1: I may have to bequeath. You know what? Johnny Crook played one of their tunes on one of his shows the last couple times. I listened to two yeah. in a row because he put two out right in a row. Oh, yeah. And, I, and, I so haven't I can't heard that tell one. you which one that he did it on. I think it's the newest one. but uh, It's, it's got to be the newest one because I listened to
5: bitches.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Bitches be tripping. But yeah, so, yeah, else.
0: they're hard to find, man. You've got to do some magical work or get on the torrent sites or whatever. You know, that's that's the what hell you hey, say. hey. The reason why I say that is, listen, here's a great album. It's not available anywhere. Right. You go. You do your homework. You, you're an honest gentleman or young lady. You go out there. <laughs> you look for or the. Both. You look for it. You say, I want to buy this,
1: and if it's not available, you cannot let your ears suffer for that. You cannot. Why? Because you're entitled to hear whatever you feel like you should, you sure. should hear? Sure! Oh, okay. All that's right. what I'm saying. Oh, no, I, you're uh-huh. not
0: entitled to hear <laughs> everything you want to hear, but this album, you know, again, call Arnie Schmachtel my lawyer, but go <laughs> ahead and download it. Oh, ooh, Find ooh. it, download it. It's a good album, and it needs to be heard, and it's We're going to have shame. to give
1: Schmachtel a heads up, hey, because, I
0: mean, he's going to be... Okay, let's... I know. Let's just say, for the hell of it, yeah, that... This podcast gets back to somebody in the in the death writers department, sure. and they go, "You know what? There's a demand."
1: Exactly. No, you're in the, you the corpse
0: cast. Just created a demand for our music, the illustrious corpse cast, and we'll go ahead and take ten percent. And you will be hearing from Arnie Schmeckel on that <laughs> if we manage to make that happen. But <laughs> would that be cool though? That'd be if awesome. Rob or someone. How does the podcast or talk about the album, and you don't make it available? So they're going, hey, and they said makes it available, and they make a million bucks.
1: That would good for them making a million bucks. That'd be awesome. Good for them. Hard work, put it together. There you go. Hey, we're just we're just here. You know? <laughs> we're we're here to serve humanity. I think we're is just what Fred's uh, trying to cheer. say. Oh, all right, man, that sounds yeah. good
8: to me. Uh, we got Jake the Snake. Oh, Jake. Roses are red, violets are blue. One is dead. And so are you. Jake the Snake here, guys. You don't say. Uh, Sounds a
0: little uh, more lively than usual. Was,
8: well, right now, as I'm calling, there's only half hour to Valentine's Day left. Oh, that's why But, yeah, how did Valentine's Day? Anyway. You snuggled you know, with your schmuggles. Yeah, the good Anybody Valentine's Anybody who has so a significant like, yeah. other, cool. <laughs> For those who don't, well, I just want to say, I hope you watch my bloody Valentine. Well, of course. Either... Either one or both. I watch both, and we all had a good day. Um, and uh, ah, shit, Shane forgot to wish you a happy birthday on Facebook. Oh, bless, and, sorry, bless and bless and bless, <laughs> belated birthday. <laughs> I <laughs> thank my you. Man. Hope you had a good one. Say true. Okay, so Hi <laughs> buddy Valentine, yeah, is such a great movie. Shane, you hit the nail on the head about uh, viewing it different ages. I watched it as a little, well, not so little kid, like at least 12 or 13 years old. And at the time I thought, yeah, yeah, it's a decent movie. And then, years later, out came the remake and out came the new DVD. Well, that released. new DVD and, you know, added a lot. The made remake. It made it way yeah. worth it. I like slasher movies, so <laughs> I'll add this to my collection. Absolutely. And so I bought it and watched it and holy shit, uh, it did make a whole lot of difference. Yeah, it did, absolutely. I mean, it was a long time before I watched it the first time, so I couldn't remember much of the gory stuff, but oh, holy shit. I mean... There was something to right that when I It went grainy. You're like, like, oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> God damn. Uh, <clears throat> and, uh... Yeah, Way, it's a pretty good movie, and I like the remake too. And they're they're kind of different animals, even though
1: same characters. Same. I have to. I I have to admit well, I watched the remake too, and yeah, I enjoyed it. I like. Oh, yeah. I, like the I, I I mean I understand it's not nearly now, as good. Of the
8: but... I I really <laughs> like this one, and I mean because there were. I actually going to give two answers because what these two came to mind once you asked that question. Get out of here, like, chop. <laughs> um my first answer to what book do I want to turn into a movie is Dean Koontz's Midnight.
1: Oh, I've never read any.
0: Dean of I used to
8: read
1: Dean Koontz when I was a kid. Um, Midnight, go- I remember, I I remember remember Midnight? I don't remember if I read this. I know I read it, but I can't remember what it was about.
8: Some, uh, genetically engineered creatures, some of them like very werewolf-like. That's hmm. yeah, uh, more, Still more horror than sci-fi. And uh, I'll have to read it again, find it somewhere, and I'll get, get back into reading, too. Uh, you know yeah, that, give me both. I'll take some work, but... Uh, I haven't seen Chris Gotta get a hold movie. of Jordy
0: LaForge. Get and you back on the reading
1: rainbow there,
8: Michael. Christopher <laughs> Pike, the last of the Vampire series. No,
1: I haven't heard of that one.
8: Uh, and I like vampires. I anybody, anyone here, Brad Christopher Pike. <laughs> Nope. And I have uh, Never even heard of that. <clears throat> I know what pica is. Uh, when was back in a pike school, is actually a type of fish. R.L. is was trying a little too young as as dog, shit, and, dog yeah, shit. It's, it's called pica.
1: <laughs> <All right.
0: laughs> I, I don't know why I know <laughs> that to King
8: Oops,
1: I hit the microphone.
8: Because his novels are for young adults, but very, very dark. And this one's about well, one of the very first vampires. I mean, she was a random first vampire, which, according to a book, is 5,000 years ago. And then she's still living today, but discovers there may be a little bit more vampires. And the problem with it being turned into actual series is you know it's going to take a long time because there are six books in the series oh
1: yeah that's what we seem to have a problem with
8: on most of these well they have to do Twilight I can't believe I just compared the books to Twilight fuck
0: it and I like the way they cut that last movie into two bits
8: once a year (laughs) collect that money sure though in the movie doesn't age too rapidly I can see that working but the other problem
4: with it is everyone's come
3: out
8: now it would probably He's be reaching like, for the of <laughs> Twilight, speaking of. And, uh, I love these books, and I don't want to see them all twilighted up. Maybe you should give him a few years to simmer. These aren't the traditional vampires. is that a cameo
0: song? Twilight it up? Uh, honey, I don't uh, remember.
8: I'm still surprised <laughs> you know <laughs> the Mario don't
4: Waterboard mean, song.
8: Oh lot better sparkling. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well I'm kinda of, like mumbling my words a bit. Uh uh <clears throat> I cannot spe- I cannot speak He's tonight said- for some reason. <laughs> He's choking on um, chocolate or something. Or something. It's that robot so awesome. Yeah. I think I said all I can say. Goodbye, boys.
1: All right, there you go. Yeah, Chaker, it seems you like are most of these movies though awesome. are like, Oh, we can't do it in one, we have to do it in twenty seven yeah. books, so
0: yeah, you just you know that's that's the that's the beauty of something like that is it's just like you know it takes forever to set a scene and you know I guess the easiest way to put that question was
1: no budget restraints you know sure. at all sure the moon and you could have anybody direct it because you know no one's gonna go watch a freaking Uwe bull you Boll. know twenty hours I'd like to see what what's
0: his what's his old face there uh, the guy that did. Uh, uh, pulp Fiction and stuff.
1: Uh, are you talking about Tarantino? Tarantino
0: during sure. The Dark Tower. Yeah, I don't know. It wouldn't be anything like the movies, <laughs> but it, you know, or by the like the books, but right. Hell, it'd be entertaining as hell.
1: No, well, I I have to agree with you, even though he. I Tarantino. wonder who he would have to rip out, rip off to uh, get that one I going. Know, Tarantino, oh, hey Tarantino, call me, dude. So we got uh, Jig calling in. Hey Mike,
5: hey Shane, hey uh, you doing, I'm Jig and I'm from the United Kingdom, uh, I just wanted to let you know that I love your podcasts, I um, think they're pretty fantastic to be honest and they entertain me every day at work, um, Eddie Rotten live? actually got me introduced to these podcasts so I actually have him to thank right. for that. Uh, so far, I've listened to podcasts five and six, and I really did enjoy them. Um, I quite enjoyed uh, the questions and the debate you got going, and <laughs> yeah, bad, I quite enjoyed everything right, yeah, really. A lot of, the, the whole thing was just fantastic. Um, <laughs> well, but anyway, I don't want to keep you so getting on to some of the questions um, that I liked. Um, I quite liked the question about the women in horror films, um, oh, yeah. and it did get me thinking quite a lot. Um, and to me, George A. Romero is a great director, um, I mean, Indeed. I'm a massive zombie fan, films, comics, books, what you know, you name it, games, the lot, um, I'm a massive fan, and in Night of the Living Dead, his main character was actually Barbara, um, obviously, he's a female, um, and to be honest, she was a fucking badass, man, she, I wouldn't piss her off, she would kick the crap <laughs> out of me, big time, um, but cry she, they away? also made her quite sexy as well.
4: Oh, uh, the whole movie. role, I think
5: the whole film and all was is a fantastic film, all of them, back from the True. black and white copy to the remake, you know, they, they made it fantastic, it was a, it was a really good film.
1: Uh-huh.
4: Um,
5: so I think women can be in horror films, but they do have to have the right part, in the and they have, to have the right the actor a more to play the part, yeah,
1: uh,
4: and as long
5: as you got them two things, I think they make a working film. Um, Sweet. You know, there are a lot of good actors out there, and, you know... I'd hate to see a film just full of men to be honest that'd be a bit weird um, yeah
1: no teeters. but anyway
5: on onto on the freezing question about um, what f- book would I like to see made into a film um, that was a bit more awkward because uh, I'm mm-hmm. not really a film a, a book person I'm more of a film person um, yeah I mean either. but I mean like a couple of a couple of uh, books I did like I like reading a novel uh, there's four of them they're called Autumn uh, I suggest you read them they're like a zombie type novel they're really good um, and they keep you in suspense all the time. Uh, and they they did make the first one into a film, but it it wasn't that big. It wasn't that fantastic. Uh, to be honest, it could have been better. So I would like them to redo that uh, with maybe oh. a better director and get the whole thing down to a well, um, But yeah, If they made them this. into films, that would be yeah. fantastic. But all in all, new to me. Uh, going on what Shane said about Stephen King books, I personally think majority of the films that they made. From books by Stephen King into films were pretty fantastic. Um, I really mm. enjoy One of my favourites was Dreamcatcher. Uh, that was a pretty awesome oh, yeah. film. Uh, I a bit forgot strange, that was a Stephen then, King. You know that's Stephen King for you. Stephen King.
1: There's a lot of Stephen King out films. They
5: both have their own yeah. role in horror. Um, but anyway, I don't want to keep you guys too long. I just thought this was more of a quick pop in no, just we to let you know that you've got a lot of fans in the UK. <laughs> well, I say a lot of awesome. fans. You've got me as a fan in the UK for definite <laughs> well, wait, that's, that's what matters. And it's how we name, mate. Eddie Rotten wasn't Marty. He's telling friend the truth. What the? He's a good oh, man. That's Australia. So anyway, keep up the good work and I shall leave you to it. Peace out. Good work, guys.
1: Thanks, man. Doesn't he – whoa, 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 okay. Sorry. That one it just restarted. Sorry for the technical issue. You know,
0: <laughs> I, I would probably have to say maybe maybe I didn't make myself clear to you people when I said <laughs> – but what I kind of meant by the Stephen King thing is his made-for-TV movies were nasty and poo-poo.
1: Oh, right. I agree. But
0: like Pet Sematary, awesome. What Cucho, about... awesome. Dreamcatcher, I didn't even think about that. That was good. No.
1: I don't remember that very much. All I remember is like a big, like like monster that looked like a laffy taffy or something. I don't I, laffy I, taffy. I don't remember laffy taffy. But uh, the thing with Stephen King, may, and maybe it's just the uh, and maybe it's just the TV things Now that you say that, is you know they're all about these people interacting, and there's all a bunch of just weird little idiosyncrasies that kind of get. It's to me always and,
0: that. See, that's and I think you <clears> nailed that right on the head with Stephen King. There's a whole lot of little bits where. It's always a little group of people right. that are always trying to. fit Wait a minute! Didn't you just say that this happened? I know something that you don't know, <laughs> right. and they're trying to figure out the story. Right. That's kind of the thing. Well,
1: and it's not necessarily the, the, the premise like that is is bad. It's the it's the person personal you know like weirdness. Like for instance, uh, the one that comes to mind uh, immediately. It was in the stand. Remember the guy. Oh, crap. He was on Coach. He was the guy with the big, long, blonde hair. And oh, yeah. Like, you know, but, but he was in it, and he was like, <laughs> he's, all uh, in. He, that spells he's the moon, starfish or, or on Spongebob. <laughs> oh, is he? <laughs> I didn't know that. But the thing is, is, call I mean, that just got irritating. You know, that spells moon, and it's just little things like that yeah. They just kind of get to me, and was a little bit irritating. But, you know, what do I know? He's a millionaire. We
0: got a new caller, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. Didn't he sound like Danny Felt a little? Oh, uh, yeah. That's right, yeah. Yay, Yay, filthy
0: back, I said that.
1: Yeah,
9: I,
0: that's <laughs> call again, man. Awesome, I love dude.
1: that. All right, we got uh, Johnny Krug calling.
9: The Krug. Hey, Mike and Shane. It's uh, Johnny Krug just calling to uh, answer the question of the last episode about the book or novel or that um, I would like to see turn into a movie. And, uh, man, there's so many of them but I haven't read a lot in the last few years, so I'm going to go with some stuff that I, I read years ago when I worked at a call center. Uh, yeah, that was a shitty job. But anyway, um, there's a book I recommend you guys checking out, man. It's called Living Dead Girl by Todd Goldman, and I don't know what it was, man. I had read this guy's first book, and it was called Fake Liar Cheat, and that book was like, it was real real short, but it was it was kind of like a a romantic kind of, like, criminal adventure kind of deal, but it wasn't like, it was all right, you know, it was a pretty decent look. Well, Living Dead Girl Man was a completely kind of, different kind of story. Like, it's about this dude who, he can't remember what happened to his daughter and his wife, so, and um, they disappear in this town, so him and his, like, 19-year-old girlfriend have to go to this town and, you know, kind of figure out what happened to him. And he's, like, the chief suspect, you know, that they think this guy fucking murdered his wife and his daughter. And, and so, like, they pretty much won't let him leave this town which, when he goes back girlfriend. to it and stuff. But, man, it's <laughs> crazy, man. Like, the atmosphere <laughs> of that book is very, like, uh, I don't know, maybe something out of Silent Hill. Um, I mean, it's, it's a little depressing, but, man, it was, like, it's a really good book. Cool. Like, I loved it. And, and in fact, they were going to turn it into a movie, around the time it came out, which I think was, like, 2004 or 2003. And I don't know what happened, man. It just, like, never happened. But it's it's an excellent book, and uh, it reminds me a lot of, you know, one of those pretty typical thrillers you would see that go to the theater with, like, Morgan Freeman or something. Harrison but Ford. <laughs> it had enough, like, crazy imagery and stuff. You know, and the guy was like a, like a cutter, man, not like one of those emo cutters. Who's just you know is like I'm so sad and like cuts himself up. This guy, man, would just wake up after one of these weird visions about his wife and daughter, and just be just carving into himself unknowingly. Just I mean, it's really cool. And uh, I mean, it's a really good book. And and it's kind of flasherish in parts. I mean, there's some there's some murders throughout, and um, nobody knows where people are going or who's committing them. I I think I mean I haven't read in a while, but I'm pretty sure there's some murders throughout. And then uh, I mean. His other book, like I said, Fake, Liar, Cheat, it's, it's pretty good, it's alright, but man, he really knocked it out of the park with that. And supposedly the dude writes, like, novels for the show Burn Notice now?
4: Huh, really I don't good. know,
9: man. It kind of sucks that he doesn't do anything, I mean, I'm sure they're original, but he doesn't do anything, uh, you know, quite to the level of something like living dead girl right. and yes i did pick the book up originally from the library based on the title because i'm a rob zombie <laughs> fan so <laughs> yeah uh i think your living dead girl can't go wrong with that help us see your tits. and um anyway man i for, to keep rambling books i read like when i me. was there, like in high school um Kinda. that they had it randomly at our high school library where it was um a lot of like slasher type books man hmm. they're like murder mysteries where people are just getting off every five seconds and uh I mean, any of that stuff I would turn into a movie. I think that'd be freaking awesome. But, um, World man, I'm needs loving more the show. Shashers. Last band you guys were talking about on the show, The Death Riders. Oh, yeah. I've heard a few of their songs on Pandora Radio. Like, when I turn it on, like, the Misfits station, it'll play a lot of horror punk, man. And, and I've caught at least two of their songs on Pandora. Oh, really? so That's I know, cool. um, I'm not sure if they have their own Pandora station. I need to look into that. But that band fucking rocks. Yeah. Like, that is probably my favorite band you guys have played on the show. And, I mean, hey, I, I, I have voice really, really the dug death man. right <laughs> But anyway, uh, keep up the great fucking work. Love the show. Sorry to leave another rambling message, no, cool, but uh, take it easy, guys. Awesome. Bring,
0: him. Bring him, take him. That's the Krug
1: right there. That's the Krug. Yeah, and like I said, the Krug played him, so he ain't lying to us. Dude, he ain't no lie. He, <laughs> he, he real. He real. He so real. So, Living Dead
0: Girl? Who, I mean... Uh, you know what's weird? He brought up Rob Zombie because I was thinking. I wonder if Rob Zombie wrote the song "Living Dead Girl" because he read. No, no, no. There's He's a reader. Movie,
1: there's a movie from uh, from the seventies. I think it's a Jean Roland film called "Living Dead Girl." Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's actually a really. She's a zombie, and she's but she's really hot, and wow. she gets a friend that like is really hot too, and she's trying to protect him, and they, you know, that's, that's you know, where's that miniseries, dude? It's not a miniseries. It's a movie. I have it. And it's spectacular. Oh. <laughs>
10: <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, dude. Uh, Lauren called in. Let's uh, let's Lauren. see what Lauren has to say.
10: Hey, Mike and birthday Shane. It's Lauren. Oh, um, birthday I'm calling boy. Talking about pieces. <laughs> and all oh, I yeah, can pieces. say is it's fine. I love the cream. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one. Um, <laughs> I don't remember if there was, like, any... If there was a memory count in this. Movie. Holy crap! There um, is,
1: indeed.
10: Yeah. Anyway, like, it was so <laughs> cheesy that, like, a lot of times I had to laugh out loud, but then there were oh, these yeah. really awesome elements. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'd heard it was, like, super cheesy, and um, some people hate it, so I was... I knew what to expect. I knew it was, like, a must-watch, but also <laughs> there was some cheese in there. And, um... Yeah, like, like the, cheese on my Like for example, like the, the I thought the score was like really great. Um, there was like three songs like the whole time. There were some of the kills. Like it reminded like me dumb, of dumb, um, dumb dumb. What do you call Carpenter. it? Carpenter. Uh, like the girl with the knife through the map. I think that. I think it definitely happened in Phenomena when the girl's face went through the window, and I can't remember if it happened I in Son too. So there was like really good slasher. um... Elements they pulled in there. It's pretty sweet. And um, the other thing that I liked too was like it was you know your favorite familiar um, voiceover actors like voicing the different characters like the whatever lady was helping out the dean of students um, <laughs> the tennis instructor like, her voiceover actress yeah. is, she did I think like the the really butch dance coach lady in Suspiria and she definitely oh, does. Really. Um, Daria Nicol- Nicolodi in some films. So yeah, was, but who did the Japanese that was, guy? That like, nice and familiar J- to sorry. her. Or like the guy who was like the chainsaw Dude, he's um, just kicking groundskeeper. Around. <laughs> I'm pretty sure his that guy's what? voice was um, they used him for like God in Four Flies and Grey Velvet or like the oh, really? whole called himself God. Spanish so was, like, really cool the Spanish folks and Italian folks are pretty close and, um, I guess what do you call it, uh, as far as, like, talking about, like, are movies misogynistic? Like, this one definitely was kind of, like, had these ridiculous tropes of, like, bloody bush and
4: <laughs> showing
10: boobies. But I think sure. it was so obviously, like, trashy and cheesy that, oh, um, yeah. it was, like, Trash I couldn't even cheese. be offended by it. Or, it's good. Not <laughs> that I'm <laughs> actually offended by pretty much anything, but, um, I don't know. It didn't it was just, like really cheesy, over the top. But there were some great kills, like the waterbed. Oh, fucking dude. awesome. That was um, amazing. And uh, she's reviewing
0: the movie before we even like, get to the, the, the movie. Really she does a better job than we too. do.
10: Like just it's true. Laugh out loud <laughs> shit. Like the um, Linda Day George's character is like tennis player, <laughs> 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 but she like you know, whatever, like her day job is as a cop and, um, but she's like televised, like, you know, on television. <laughs> yeah. And she's movies. undercover. And, and this, um, Those are my day yeah, jobs. And, like, <laughs> like They're in a movie together and, um, you can see they had some husband, wife spice going on. So oh, nice. he's in a lot of Fulci, or know, a lot, but like some of my favorite Fulci stuff. So it's cool to see him. And, um, I guess what else? And there were some like funny ass lines too, like, like that girl, like when the students are standing around smoking pot and talking about doing it in a water bed, and that girl who looks like she <laughs> has fetal alcohol syndrome, or smoking right like, she was smoking weird. pot what and fucking say? in a water bed. Like, the best, yeah. You know, the best feeling to to fuck in a water bed and smoke <laughs> pot, and she just looks pretty gross. I know she had some nice knockers, but. Um, I don't know if... Oh, wait, she I mean, had a face? Girl, oh, yeah. Oh, just faces, No, I she like, didn't. Ugh, would not want no. that face. But, <laughs> and then when she goes up to, like, the gay teacher... Do, you know Yeah, exactly. ...fake flirt with him or shove her pectorals in his face, I was just like, oh, girl, you like, put a bag over your head and this will... <laughs> oh, God.
4: And, come well. on. Uh,
10: and Oh, my goodness. The Kendall guy, I was like, what the going on with him like, he, was like a he saw his schlong by the way and he's really? banging all the cheerleaders he's like can <laughs> I have a stud I thought that was so funny I, guess that's, I totally have, like, have notes for that been really known how, how to use his little nerd unit um, nerd slang. oh uh, I guess he did but
1: yeah, you, you, you
10: yeah saw, I saw the schlong moment. look like, like there. from
5: yeah, there was
10: Cotter. like some Cotter. of the other like, Cotter, like laugh out loud of mine too um Mr. Carter. Oh, just Mr. The... Carter. <laughs> oh, my dog's crying. I she wants to talk to Shane's dogs and cry. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, yeah. <laughs> when like the Christopher jo- or Christopher George is like asking the the professor for his opinion on like the the murder, like in the girl, like with the girl who was sliced up by the pool, and she looked like a freaking mannequin. Oh um. yeah. So he asked the professor for his opinion. He was like, hey, we have this corpse arm for you to look yeah, at. And then when the professor wait. goes <laughs> to touch, like, a chainsaw on the crime scene, like, he's already been asked by the oh, yeah, yeah. to yeah. touch stuff. And Christopher George is like, uh, don't touch that chainsaw. You could tear forth mm-hmm. with evidence. Oh, give like,
0: us your opinion. We, we don't want to wait for the coroner to
10: get it. And then when he calls right. the, you know, he and the psychiatrist talk about, he calls the psychiatrist doc, and then the psychiatrist is like, I'm not a doctor. I'm a psychiatric doctor. Blah blah blah. Like, dude, you have to go to medical for that. So <laughs> it was just kind of funny, like the '80s sort of definite attitude. Like you'd only have a shrink around for really fucked up, like murderers, and right. he doesn't consider himself a doctor. Oh, I got to talk about you know, it. I became it is, a therapist then,
1: during this movie. Yeah, I was. Just, I can't uh, wait to talk about it. That's hot. There were
10: just enough awesome elements and like really good kills, and then. <sighs> I'm gonna shut up. I'm really tired. But <laughs> All know. right. Yeah, it was a great. We appreciate you calling in. And, um, yeah, I I hope you feel better, Mike, after your surgery. And ah, oh, thanks. You know, like someone said on a Facebook page, this is Brian. Like, you know, you can do the stranger, and then I forgot what it's called <laughs> with the stranger with an assist where your friend oh yeah but i you, can't feel my hand stranger, uh, I grab my slong and other, you can assist um, oh yeah so, so actually strange. if you could, if you could um, tell everybody on the, the podcast what, what the technical term for that is so can, <laughs> i know, can't
0: right remember it's called slapping
10: the happy anyway um love you guys remember to love your junk
0: well and, we will
1: uh, <laughs> we'll love your junk put it in you your now. trunk nice awesome <laughs> great right. voicemail awesome he, she did our job for us, so we're good to go. Now so, I can just sort. So listen, through this. if we missed, if we missed anything, you know, she'll call back. She'll, yeah, she, she's gonna lay it. She's she, gonna lay she, the pipe. She took all the pro She took all the pressure off us. Yeah. I think for this one. So yeah, we're good to go. It's awesome. Uh, Lim biscuit called.
11: I was going, Mike? And Shane, oh God, it's Julie here. <laughs> Julie, I was just calling Julie. in to <laughs> see what you guys were up to tonight. Oh, yeah, and also, I wanted to call in and weigh in on your question uh, in the episode. Okay. What book would I want made into a movie? The Life and Times of Fred Durst? Ashes yeah. to Ashes, Durst to <laughs> Durst. Which a Fred Durst's autobiography. And I want freaking a huge budget, like a <laughs> oh, God. And I want And I want Fred Durst, Durst to direct it. I want it to go in yeah. depth, okay? <laughs> I wanna know what oh he eats God. for breakfast. I wanna know how he comes up with those lyrics. Yeah. Which reminds me, oh, shit, I'm gonna throw boss. a freaking frozen burrito at all the Durstaters. Yeah. Okay? Oh, why are you guys even, why are you guys even front me? You know you like a biscuit. The Biscuit's great, and you're just being stupid. I'm just I'm going to play a oh little of no, oh the God. genius oh that is Lump Biscuit, and you guys got to like, I, I'd like to hear what you say after oh you hear this. <laughs> first
1: first, Can I get a witness? Oh, God. <laughs>
0: exactly why I hate
1: this shit right <laughs> now. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is
0: really, really, really bad. Dude, that's ICP or something, is it? No, this is Fred Ders, dude.
11: God. That is freaking great. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. Okay?
11: <laughs> The microphone machetes, like <laughs>
0: microphone. That's what we that's got. Brilliant. That's brilliant. We did do. Do machetes.
11: You're just mad because you can't come up with lyrics like that. I got a witness. And like oh the God. starfish navigation system. <laughs> that's something we all use to this day. And oh man, I'm happy. losing it over here. We get lost. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> like that's standard. The same oh technology in cell phones <laughs> and like GPS. systems. Okay. Navigation navigation don't says. tell me the biscuit hasn't oh helped mankind. All right. uh, okay. I got a new question for you guys this uh, time. Okay? Okay. It's mainly for Mike. <laughs> oh, dear. You know, Mike, you're freaking you're a bald guy, right?
1: Yep, I am a bald guy. He's a bald guy.
11: Uh, like when you take a shower, do you use shampoo or just like condition? I'll tell you. Or like body wash or whatever. Loofah. I, I want to know. I'm of curious if too. You do you use shampoo? Do you use like Head and Shoulders? <laughs> Do you have dandruff? Uh, no. Do no. bald guys have? Dandruff? I might have That's what I, I think. It's possible. You know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> that's my question of the episode. <laughs> <Right>. Anyway,
0: <laughs> right. he's again. gonna roll out with some. Yeah. He's gonna roll that's out with biscuit. God, <laughs> biscuit. <laughs> Damn! Really oh. he dude, he's playing oh. some. He's yeah. dude. That's Zach, a do you beat. really want to? Him- be the limp biscuit <laughs> guy because i mean you you've cemented yourself as the limp biscuit guy.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, that was great. Oh I, my know, it's god. It's been a while man. since i've listened to that kind of genius. We'll just uh, put it that way. No, uh i'll tell you how i uh how, i'm kind of curious too. You, have you ever heard uh something called the loofah gloves? They're Oh yeah. You know, i call those ball Yeah, i call yeah. Them. Yeah. I'm like, honey, could you pick me up some extra ball washers? And she knows what to do. She'll go down. I just do that, put the soap on, and go from head to. Toe. And you squirt it. You squirt it on those gloves. Yeah. And then it's like I feel. It's like my fingers are going every crevice of myself. And you scrub mm. everywhere, and you get clean. Absolutely that makes sense. Go out, get ball washers. Check it out. Yeah, I don't have to worry about hair. So I
0: think it is possible to have dandruff if you're a bald guy.
1: Really? I, well, I
0: mean, just just on the surface, because doesn't it? Wouldn't it? Wouldn't dandruff Sometimes come I get from the like the scan?
1: A, well, I think dandruff is actually, and this is the dandruff cast. I think dandruff is actually like some kind of a real disease, where oh. every, every once in a while, I'll be, will you know, get like a head sunburn, you yeah. know, and it'll flake off. But
0: yeah, yeah, that's what I do too. Yeah, there's no question about yeah.
1: that. I don't know. That was great,
0: though. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I really don't know what to
1: say anymore. I, about I, that, I teared but. up on that, but you know.
0: <laughs> Oh, you're, no. you're officially turning into the, <laughs> the Lint Biscuit, Biscuit guy. Yeah. Sure. And if you're happy with that, so are we. No, there you go. We're Call I mean- <laughs> <them> in.
1: <laughs> I mean, I use a good laugh like that every week, you know? Awesome. Well, that's all the voicemails that we have. Kyle, um, I appreciate you guys calling in. That's awesome. Uh, Let's see Some we're going to new be- friends, too. Uh, absolutely. And every week, you know the old ones called we get some new ones I, I love them all old and new it makes me feel good about myself sweet and true yeah. <laughs> it makes this, it, it, honestly though it makes us fun so we yeah. appreciate it uh let's see so we got uh nim vind to talk about and i uh, put together a little best minute of nim vind for the album entitled the stillness illness and we'll go ahead and put that in right now
0: In our cruise sweet heart get
4: your gun no more Nothing Into my heart was obscene The message was clear That he laid down with his hands To their mindless
0: embodiment Of humanoid whites. Remember me Remember me
4: Oh, I feel the fire Oh, of your sneak kiss oh, I feel desire in That sickness I feel for you
0: NimVind.com, N-I-M-V-I-N-D.com, the man, the myth, the legend,
1: the <laughs> solo artist. You know, I thought it was a band name, because I didn't realize Nim Vind was a dude's name. No, this is Nim Vind, the Mr. solo
0: artist. Mr. Vind. The Stillness Illness, put out in 2009, June 2009, it's the second full-length album. His
1: first release was Fashion of Fear, and I love that album. You know, I don't know. I, I haven't heard that one yet, so that's definitely one I'm gonna have to check out. That this. album. But is... Do you like that one better than this one, real quick? Um, I know Gracie's Poppy did. It's
0: right now, yeah. But I've he's gotta full say, of shit. I, I've had a, a little bit of time with this one because this is another one that we listened to together. New, okay. Fashion of Fear, I've had forever, and I love oh, that right, album. Right, I so. mean, it is a good album. He's from Canada. Influences everything from Bruce Springberg
1: <laughs> to the Misfits. <laughs> okay. And he calls
0: it music for outsiders.
1: Well, yes. Dude, it's, it's for those people who are seeking somewhere to belong. He
0: is really... he He's been kind of part of the whole horror punk thing
1: yeah you know what it, it's funny because it does he does sound well he definitely has the aesthetic first of all i mean the way he looks and stuff like that he's like a yeah. dark eyeliner guy yeah or is that what you call it when you put makeup around anyway what do you I call know? it dark eyeliner guy That's <laughs> all what right. you call it. <laughs> Well, sorry about that his
0: first album fashion of fear was put out on fiend force records in germany which is like the big horror punk label in germany really okay so he's toured all over Europe and everything else, you know. But sure. this album was put out on NV Music and Beef Records, and <sighs> you know any other thing. I, I well, don't how
1: come? How come the how come the different uh, label? I mean, NV is that his own deal for it? Never I think,
0: and NV Music is probably his thing. Sure, but uh, you know, I I noticed that it's this new album, <laughs> The Stillness Illness, is mm-hmm. not on Fiend Force. So huh. maybe he, you know. Got rid of them, or, or just decided not to go through them. But um, he joined a band called. Now this is going way back. When I remember when I told you I got on the internet <laughs> and you uh, like did some what we like to call research. Yeah, uh, there was this band called Mister Underhill. Okay, right. And I heard the first track from this album, The Stillness Illness, and probably three or four from Fashion of Fear. Back in those
1: days, now, now that was a that was a that was just a band. He, him and his brothers or something like that yeah, put that together, right? Yeah. But I heard a couple of these tunes, and then
0: whatever happened with that, it was like, wow, this is really great. Mm-hmm. But it just kind of went away,
4: mm-hmm. and then
0: all of a sudden, Nim Vind came out. You know? Okay, cool. And uh, yeah, like you said, brother Robbie, he joined the band, or he fills in, or he's kind of a side musician. <laughs> Nim Vind's more of a. An entity of his own. He's the singer, the songwriter. He plays guitar. He's got this great little video of one of his tunes where he's just doing it acoustic. Okay, it's on YouTube. You can check it out. But the dude, he's the writer, the, the the singer, the guitar player, everything else. So I mean, I think he's got his brother Robbie that comes in and plays drums. But you know, I mean, the guy knows what he's doing. I mean, he writes some great music. And Fashion of Fear is. A great album in itself, mm-hmm. and the
1: Stillness Illness—it's pretty solid too. Well, I, like I said, I've never I've never heard the the Fashion of Fear, but the Stillness Illness, it, it, it's to me, it's a real solid thing. I mean, they're really easy songs to get into. Uh, he has, I mean, he has got the sound. Yeah, it's a little horror punk uh, kind of maybe even poppy a little bit i mean not like yeah it's, Blink 182 i'm too happy for my pants the thing is,
0: is is like with the whole horror punk thing it kind of just <clears throat> there's a lot of that material that goes into the you're just trying to sound like the misfits right. kind of thing and then there's this you know that's kind of where he started out was in that horror punk thing but i'm not so sure he's happy with that kind of a title well he's kind of branched out because this sounds
1: this doesn't sound like the misfits i mean the way you know i mean you know i'm not saying it's completely original sounding you you know whatever i'm not saying he copies either what i'm saying is you can tell it's him and it doesn't seem like he's just trying to you know rip anybody off or what i really like like
0: about Nimvin man is he's got one of those voices that you can you know if you've heard him before right you know it i mean the guy could do anything and you go that's that's him, I mm-hmm. can hear that I know that voice, you know, mm-hmm. and that's kinda hard to do when you're in when you're when you're stabled into that just random horror punk thing right. okay, anybody going oh, oh, oh or whatever <laughs> right. it's just like, well, who's that? you know this guy's kinda he's bigger, he's broader than that, and um you know he's a great songwriter. It's obvious to me that he knows what he's doing, and his brother's an amazing drummer, so you know, so his brother did the drums on this one for him. You say I, I, I'm pretty sure. I I will not, you know, <laughs> lay down naked in bed and and tell that to the police. <laughs> but uh, there is another side note too, is that uh, you know, back in the day, I mean, it's probably I don't know, God, it could be six years ago, but when the Warp Tour was around the United oh, okay. States sure. and whatnot on the uh, I think it was the Ernie Ball stage or something like that. Um, a band called the Vincent Black Shadows.
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, you know, that's Robbie, his drummer, you know, his brother's uh band. Okay. And Nimvin was playing bass for that. Oh really? So it's kind of a whole family type of thing. I don't know if the singer and the guitar player are any part of it, but they all come from Canada and they, they all you Canadian. know do the, they all Canadiate to uh, you know, each other's <laughs>
1: beats or whatnot. <laughs> No, that's cool. No, I actually really like this album. I mean, like I said I've never heard The Fashion Affair, but I have a hard time thinking it's going to be better than this one. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of these songs were very I don't know. It's it's like, it's nothing that I've heard before. I mean, it's, you know, it, just like you said, it's you know it's him and after listening to this a few, you know, a few times, it's like you'd get into the, some of those songs, especially like The Radioactive Man. Uh, and yeah. that that
0: song is actually like a Maybe a redo or re re. Of uh, Mr. Underhill. Uh, well, it's 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 one of those tunes that were on Fashion of Fear. Oh, was it? But okay. it was kind of more of a more mellow and long dragging version of
1: it. So the I Radioactive see. Man, yeah. So well, uh, yeah. I mean, Rosedales did that with a uh, you know with a couple of their tunes too. Yeah. From from whatever. But uh, I mean, and then you have like songs like Shango Nitra. Yeah. And then 21st century, and you just have those choruses. They're like boom. You know, it's, and, 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 it's good. and it's killing good Saturday show. Night, dude. Oh, yeah, to that, start that,
0: the entire album off is like wow. That's that seems a, that's like a it's rock their,
1: rock. their number one solo or uh, uh, what do you call that single? You yeah, know, when, yeah, when it comes out because they have a video for that on their on their website. So it's a good. I think it's a good introduction to the band.
0: You know, and the weird thing is, like, if you go to Spotify, you can hear this album. Yep, but Fashion of Fear is not on
1: there. Yeah, I noticed that.
0: Now I've I've checked around with other bands. Like we're going to be doing the Crimson Ghosts uh, next episode. Mm -hmm. and uh, other bands that are on fiend force and i'm wondering about that because you can't really find all of everything on spotify i'm wondering if they're trying to just you know try and make all the sales they can make off the vinyl and and cd and and not get it out digitally because they're hard to find anything Mm -hmm. from fiend force is kind of a really digitally unless you go to any of the you know you know horror punk kids man that's the thing about them they love to i mean there's hundreds of websites that do nothing but just here's every single horror punk band you could ever think of and you can download their stuff oh really there's there's i mean horror punk is such that click you know it's like this is a certain style and genre of music that psychobilly horror punk that's it it's all here download it you know right okay so uh, as you can go to Spotify and you can hear this album, mm-hmm. but Fashion of Fear, you're going to have to go to nimvin.com and buy. Wow, okay. But I'm telling you, man, that they are companion pieces to each other. Really? really. Okay.
1: And now, when did the when did the Fashion of Fear come out? On this that team? was 2007. Okay, I so believe. it's only they're only two years apart. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool, man. But I'm telling you, man. I mean, both albums are great. This
0: new album was. We listened to it together. You know, I. Held out for as long as I could. The stillness
1: illness. Listen to it together with you. I enjoyed it. I like I to this album a lot. In fact, uh, there's only this. This one went on my uh, family time driving around thing. All, easy. all except PC for lemon uh, squeezy. All except for suicide pact. That's got some f bomb droppers. Yeah, thing. yeah. But yeah. no, I mean, but the, the, this whole thing, it's it's a like I said, it was it's a real easy to get into. You know, easy to have there. I mean, this is a. Uh, this is a pretty solid album. I mean, it really had a lot of high points for me. You know there was maybe one or two songs that seemed just maybe a little bit they didn 't really do anything for me they weren 't terrible but uh, I mean, there were a lot of songs on here that really did it for me yeah. so there you go. great album you know uh didn 't change my life, but I like the whole thing. you know uh, my favorite tunes on the album were uh
0: killing saturday night right that 's just a great way that that 's just well, it's a good start i mean it 's you know, a good
1: way to kick it off
0: uh Jackknife. The Still Blue,
1: and uh, The
0: Radioactive
1: Man. Yeah, I like that one. 20, mine was Killing Saturday Night, 21st Century, Shingo Nitra, and Radioactive Man. Uh, Kick-ass, they all do. Yeah, oh. And like I said, that's not the only great ones on the album. It's just those are the ones that... It's um, a good, solid
0: album. The guy knows... I mean, the nice <clears throat> thing about somebody like that, that, that's the writer and the, you know, kind of creator of the whole thing, is that, you know... That guy's brain is wide open to keep coming up with good music. You know, when you've got a band collective trying to put something together, it's only as good as its parts. So, when you've got a guy that goes, This is in my head, this is what I want to do, and this is what we need to do with it, and you've got a brother like his that's an amazing drummer that can come in and fill those. I bet the guy probably does the bass lines in studio too. Mm -hmm. So, he's like, He's you know, he knows what he's doing, Mm. and he's got the potential to keep
1: putting out great album after great album, you know? Agreed. Uh, you know what? One thing that I didn't notice now that we're doing these, uh, uh, you know, uh, just album by album, you right. know, we're not talking about one band per episode. We're talking about one band's album per episode. Right. It kind of takes me back to the days where, you know, I used to go buy an album, listen to the shit you know listen to shit out of that album yeah and then uh nowadays you know i get it i'll hear a few songs throw it in you know every once in a while it'll go into a playlist or something like that it's really good to get back into just listening to a full album yeah it it, it it it's like okay this is what we're doing let's listen to it from beginning to end over and over and you can well and you almost forget that i mean these are these are meant to be listened to as a unit yeah you know and I, that's something that i know i've lost you know, with well, the and that's and that's
0: kind of the good thing about bands like the Rosedales and whatnot, where they put an album together, you know, where you kind of, it's kind of story-wise, sure. where it's like,
1: listen to the whole damn thing. And well, well the thing is, is I mean, I don't think this was a, uh, a story or anything, but By the no way they means. crafted it, yeah. you know, the way they, okay, well, this is going to be good, and we're going to follow it up with this, we're going to take the listener's mood all the way through to the end. I'm telling you what. There is an art to that when you Great, go into I the totally studio, agree.
0: when you go into the studio and you record an album and you're listening back and then it's going through mixed down, you're going now how do we put these songs together so it flows you right. know, so it flows good enough that everyone goes, that
1: was one hell of an experience, and that and that's you know? what it is. Like, the, like uh, recently, the last one I did this before the before the podcast was the new Alice in Chains. Yeah. And it, by the end of that one, man, I was like feeling emotional and all yeah. that stuff. And it's like, well, I I lost that for so long, you know. And just good music will do that to you Absolutely. every single
0: time. Absolutely. If you've just got something that's kind of there and in the background, you know, you're you're apt to forget it. Yep. But Agreed. I don't think Nim Vind mm-hmm. has done anything. That you're
1: gonna forget really, you know, easily at all. No, I, I love this. I love this album. It's uh, it's gonna keep going in the rotation. So what
0: are you giving this album?
1: I would go buy it. I mean, I would. I mean, it's Spotify. It's there. It's whatever. But the thing is, is there's enough good tunes and there's enough great tunes on this to uh, you know uh, justify spending however much CDs are it's, nowadays.
0: It's it's. Ten bucks or whatever, yeah, but well, that's, yeah. you know I'm giving it that too. I, not only am I going to say buy this, but I'm going to say go to nimvin.com and buy it direct from him. So you see, so he gets eaten out he's, the middleman. If he's got a link on there that says, "Hey, download this album," I'd right. say go there and do it. Do it. Awesome. The dude knows what he's doing. Sure. I got some facts about Canada. Do you want to hear? Yeah, of course, I, I want to hear.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> Canada is sitting on our heads. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what does that make Mexico? Ah, uh, well, we won't sit, we won't talk about that, will we? Sure, no, we will not. Uh, Canada, uh,
0: Canada means village from the language Kanta. Really? So they're like a big That's village. A giant village. They're like, they're like a big village sitting on our heads. Sure, okay. Um, the flag is what, Michael? Do you, it's the maple leaf, sir. It's the maple leaf. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Manitoba. Is a great song by Clutch <laughs> You ever heard that song? <laughs>
2: man, October Met the snows. Of yeah. course a- Of course
0: we've heard oh, the yeah. Clutch Horror <laughs> movies from Canada My Bloody Valentine Dang, you got it right there uh, The know, Changeling Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Videodrome, remember? Oh, well, yeah, that's, did video that's all, drone. Uh,
1: yeah, that's all What's his name? Cronenberg, man That's like one Canadian scary son of a bitch Ginger Snaps Yep,
0: yep, you got him and dude, Christopher F and Walken, the dead zone.
1: Dude, you're 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 so right. You're forgetting new ones now, Hobo with the shotgun, dead hooker in a trunk, bong <sighs> yeah. of the dead. Bring it. Keep it keep it coming, keep it ca- oh, oh no. Yeah. I, I just but I just creamed in my pants.
0: That's long, all man. I got, but man <laughs>
1: no,
0: I salute you, Canada, for your nim vintage.
1: Dude, isn't Dan Aykroyd Canadian?
0: I think he is. I know those guys that used to drink beer and say, "Hey, a hey. yeah, sure." Yeah, hey. Louis, Louis Tolly, uh, uh, Rick, Rick, Rick Moranis,
1: Rick Moranis, yeah, yeah. Well, AKA Louis Tolly, yeah, <laughs> from Ghostbusters. But yeah, sure, awesome. Yeah, Louis Tolly, yeah. he kicked ass. <laughs> there you That's go. That's all I got, man. Mm-hmm. I Loved it. Great album. Go check it out. Awesome. Buy it. Buy it. All right, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick little break here and then come back talking about the Spanish opus
7: pieces.
9: Warning. What you will see in the movie Pieces,
7: cannot be revealed, cannot be described, cannot even be imagined. And you don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. Pieces, it's exactly what you think it is. Pieces, absolutely no one under 17 will be admitted.
1: All right, everybody, we're back. We're going to be talking about pieces uh, this week. And uh, just so you know, this movie was so great that I wrote, like, a shit ton of notes. Notes. So <laughs> you're going to hear a little bit of this, a little bit of the Russell. A little and, bit of uh, taper. Oh, what do you got? Uh, okay, well, so the, first of all, this came out in 1982. Um, it actually didn't come out in the U.S. in theaters until 1983. This is actually a Spanish film. Guess what the IMDb gave it.
0: I'm going to say... 3.5. 5.6,
1: 5. which is actually a lot higher than I assumed it would be, just because of the nature of the movie itself. Wow! <laughs> but anyway, uh, this was directed by Juan Piquer Simón, uh, who actually directed 1988 Slugs and uh, 1983's Nos- Los Nuevos, Extraterrestres, or The Pod People. The Pod People huh. got a 1.8. Ooh. On uh, IMDb. So that's, you know, what are you gonna do That was written by Dick Randall and John W. Shadow Dick Randall <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you what, John W. Shadow sounds like a new uh, what, do you, what do you call that, uh, nom de plume If I ever heard one It actually nom was de plume. It was for, uh, what's his name, uh, Joe D'Amato who, uh, you've oh. seen, uh, uh, what do you call that? The tomato uh,
0: guy makes the camel's <laughs> tomato soup.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the that mile. guy. And he also made Porno Holocaust, a ton of Emmanuel films, Buried Alive, Erotic Nights of the Living Dead, Anthropophagus, etc., 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 Uh, was starred George, uh, cr- sorry, Christopher George as Lieutenant Brack in, uh, Lucio Fulci, City of the Living Dead, and, uh, uh, I can't remember if he was in any of the Lucio Fulci stuff, but he seems like a. Like a guy who has done a lot of uh, work for—I can't remember. You don't—you don't remember him, do you? so you're is he one together. of those
0: guys that says hey,
1: "fuck you." <laughs> well, we wouldn't know. I think he's American, but but uh, since they uh, totally dub every movie that I've ever seen him in, I don't know how he talks. So what right. are you going to do? Uh, it also starred uh, Linda Day as Mary Riggs, uh, Frank Branna as Sergeant Holden. Uh, let's see, Paul L. Smith is Willard. That was the big guy with the beard she have seen him, him dude?
0: before, dude?
1: I tell where? you, I'll tell you where. First of all, he was in Dune. I can't remember what he was in Dune. Okay, but he was Bluto
0: Blue
1: in Mumbai. And, yep. and that that and that my uh, wife. And it's funny because I watch this with my wife. I typically don't watch these with my wife, but since I'm recovering, she was extra nice and allowed me to watch really? it. Really, you know, in the bed, watching it with her. Yeah, we <laughs> What a movie to choose to watch. Wow, it. and she was the one that said, "That's Bluto, dude," and I'm like, "No way." Yep. But it, Amber shit right. well, She was right. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, it also starred Edmund Pardone as the dean, who was in Don't Open Till Christmas. We just had that as a uh, Friday Night Frights, if you will. Ooh. So, yeah, that's on the site. Uh, Ian Saras, Kendall James. Jack Taylor. Now, he's one of my favorite dudes. Uh, he was Professor Arthur Brown. Um, you ever seen The Ninth Gate? No. What? I have not. Wow that 's got to be my favorite movie of all time. The ninth gate, yes, and by the way, just so you people know, I feel like I have to explain myself uh I'm breathing hard because there's so much swelling in my throat that it's you I know, know it's just surgery people sorry, I feel like I'm getting surgimatized anyway, so uh but yeah, he played Victor Fargus in uh, the ninth gate uh let's see my favorite role of his though was uh, uh was uh, uh Jean Rolin or. Oh shit! What was it? I think it was a Jesus Franco movie Well, he shows his slaw. Oh, I remember what it was. It was uh, erotic. Profe- erotic kill the professor. Professor Brown shows his shtanko. Well, it's funny because yeah, dang, you dang. definitely see his uh, his salon. and uh, let's just say I I don't want to be a dick or anything like wow. What is he circumcised? Uh, you know I don't know, but I I think he is. Be never mind. I'm not going to say why. Uh. Anyway, so uh, there you go. Uh, let's let's get into the plot of this one. Um, first of all, I want to start off by saying that I brought my inner therapist to this movie, oh, um, this movie viewing experience. Uh, and first of all, I, my my question to myself is number one: How have I never seen this before? Uh, I had the Grindhouse release. Now you actually saw this. This is playing fully on YouTube. Yeah, from start to finish, with all the dirty parts and everything. Everything's in there. Even, everything, even <laughs> the Kendall Schlong. Did you, did you uh, maybe miss that?
0: Song? Maybe I missed that. You know, it was so poorly. I mean, that was, college was, sure. that
1: college was so poorly laid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I maybe may it, have missed that. I, you know, it's amazing that people aren't getting like jumped by random <laughs> kung fu. I know. You know. It's weird. It's like what the hell? Okay, so here's here's the uh, here's the plot. It's 1942. We come upon a peaceful scene. There's a boy in his bedroom putting together a puzzle. Uh, you know, like a you know, just playing. Young boys too. You know. Being a good boy in his room, putting something together. And his uh, mom comes up to check on him for you know no reason. Just checking on the son to see how he's doing. And she starts freaking out for for no reason at no all. No reason whatsoever. I mean, sure, the puzzles of a naked lady that he's putting together. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and maybe there's some kind of a history with her estranged husband. But uh, listen, puzzles are great for me. And you know what? Guys. It's
0: at 1942. It's the equivalent of a video game. Where yeah, mom comes yeah, in yeah. and goes...
1: Why, <laughs> dirty, you filthy son of a bitch! A dirty, a dirty puzzle. Well, let me, let's let's talk about puzzles for a minute. Okay. Uh, they teach you a lot of things like patience, yeah, hand-eye coordination, sure, problem solving, yeah, pattern recognition. Mm-hmm. That's all he's doing, and his mom gets all on his case for it. I know. Ah, uh, anyway, it's not about
0: the picture. <laughs> it's about all those other things.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know, so the kid's freaking out, uh, you know, well, his mom's freaking out. He, and he gets all, you know, he gets a little offended that his mom decided that, uh, she needed to interrupt his, his activity. He's just having a good time. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, so he goes out and gets an axe and, uh, chops the shit out of his mom. Of course, the authorities show up and, uh, the mom's dead. He's hiding himself in a closet and everyone assumes that it's the estranged father who committed all these, or committed that murder. Forty years later. We're at the local university, and uh, all sorts of strange murders are starting to take place. Uh, and this is kind of where the, my therapist—I yeah, got okay. all the part um, during the during the, when the mom was freaking out. Okay, right. first of all, we know that that basically uh, it, it doesn't hide it for very long. That it's this kid. I mean, they yeah. there's this kid. And he's this doing is what money.
0: happens when you steal a boy's childhood puzzle.
2: <laughs> okay, when all you right. steal <laughs> his
1: puzzle. There you he go. He gets pissed. Well, and because I mean, he's trying to learn pattern pattern recognition, of course, problem solving course. skills, and of all course. you know, all these wonderful things. Well, while his mom was freaking out, she uh, smashed up a mirror in his room, which yeah. apparently really pissed him off. Because what happens later is some girl. Who has no business being on a skateboard. I know. He runs in and breaks a giant... Jen! Dude, her name was... She was a free spirit.
0: She's on a shitty little skateboard. (laughs) She's just rolling down the street going, Hi to everybody. And then... Kablamo
1: Well, and it was it's funny Because it was in one of those uh, They were carrying it Like, you know Just like the old cartoons Yeah do, I mean, it's so silly Yeah,
0: pulling it out And it's the same scene Of the wall That's yeah. right there You know, like p v Herman When they pull that thing across But there's Absolutely. actually An alleyway going through <laughs> It's like, yeah.
1: yeah, well, okay, so she runs into that And apparently he sees it and freaks out Because every time he sees a mirror break He freaks out because his mom Blah, blah, blah She broke that fucking mirror and he ain't <laughs> having it No, 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 he's pissed off In fact, he's so pissed off that he decapitates her with a chainsaw uh, anyway, so this is how the slasher movie starts. You know, I mean, we got the formula. Uh, we see the killer. He doesn't reveal himself yet, but I mean, he's doing all sorts of psychotic stuff. He's, you know, we see him messing with the bloody mother's dress. You know, from the from the beginning scene. Uh, he's still putting together that damn bloody naked lady puzzle I know, the man. whole time. He's got
0: the black gloves on,
1: and he's like, oh, God. <laughs> he's, you know? This pu-
0: life will not be complete until you get that puzzle finished because <laughs> uh, mom comes it's in. It's only been 40
1: years. I mean, yeah. how long does it – see, he needed he, he needed to learn pattern recognition, I patience. I think he know, figured it out. Problem really? Solving. Sure. Well, really. Well, he did indeed. He took it to the next level uh let's see we get a group of people who become suspects. We have the dean we have some police folks we have the professor whose salon you can see in erotic hill if you if you're interested. you know if
0: you're into if you're into <laughs> professor brown's Ding dong you can watch that
1: movie <laughs> yeah and and it's freaking great it's more or less uh kind of a softcore thing but that's neither here nor there you know let's just move on from that now we also have like we were talking about earlier a pro tennis player lady posing as a tennis instructor who also works with the cops during the day yeah that's her day job
0: (laughs) well it doesn't pay enough so this is what i do during the day (laughs) she must not be that good at tennis well and (laughs) and horshack kendall he knows who she is hey
1: Oh, my goodness. Aren't
0: you so-and-so from the (laughs) tennis tournaments that I watch all the time? Absolutely. She's like, well, I work here during the day, all right? Leave me alone.
1: Plus, you know what? Let me ask you something. If you saw, she was not ugly. She was not ugly. So it's like, you know, you see that playing tennis? It's like, ooh, okay. I would remember. He must be a big tennis fan. Like Like that (laughs) Venus Williams. Yeah, he is mean-looking. <laughs> he is a so mean it's, it's, So it's like, yeah, <laughs> he will find. He wears a sports bra. Yeah, <laughs> which I don't we just, understand. We just, that. We're gonna have to have Darren expi- Darian explain that all to us because that just that just seems foreign to me. But what do I know? Anyways, like I said, uh, we've got the slasher formula going. We have kills uh, in an indoor pool. You know, uh, it's funny because we mentioned the the uh, soundtrack. It was very. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, I don't know. To me, it seemed a little uh, John Carpenter-y.
0: Yeah, bum, minimalistic.
1: Bum bump.
0: Bum, bum. yeah. bum, except bum. for when the chick was on the skateboard, it was like boom, tap, dap, and there doo, was two, doo, 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 two other doo. parts
1: when when this girl was getting naked in the in the pool yeah. house. It was like yeah, some that was Sexy good. sax movie. Oh the, yeah. <laughs> <and when> Kenny G <laughs> stuff. Going oh, it was. On there. It, and it was fun. I, I, I tell you what, watching this with my wife was was painful yeah. and hilarious. So the dude, anytime
0: like, naked and <laughs> dude. I'm telling you anytime naked and saxophone starts playing get the wife out of the room wow honey uh, uh girl, I'm really you thirsty know, Maybe you if didn't... there's a chick that's walking along to the pool and you hear that key, that saxophone start kicking <laughs> you're like oh my god I'm sitting here with my wife watching <laughs> this and it cannot get
1: any better well then it paid, well we also saw a schlong which you missed so it paid it all back anyway uh, no but that there was a set sa- the sax playing and then we had like that Russian oom Bob music when the uh when the that lady won that tennis match against that Oh, yeah, out. like they came out of the speakers and whatnot, but anyway, that is neither here nor there we uh we had some great kills uh um, <laughs> we uh like the like the naked lady in the in the pool got ended up getting cut up and we, we, we're starting to learn that with every kill, little pieces of these ladies are being taken, yeah, and apparently he's putting together a puzzle of his own, shall we say yeah. well, and you know why he's doing that. Why? Because puzzles they teach patience, they teach problem like coordination. I, exactly. I'm glad. It I'm glad we're on a the same page. Very pages.
0: steady hand. I'm,
1: I'm really glad that we're on the same page because I'll tell you what. I'm you got to pu- cut that. I'm nurse. a puzzle guy. If you're looking for a left arm, you got and you've
0: got a chainsaw. You have got to be very <laughs> precise. Know, precise with your cuts. It will not. Absolutely. At, you know, if you take two inches or even an inch
4: <laughs>
1: in the wrong direction. It's not gonna.
4: It's look not. It's good.
1: not gonna work out, and you're 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 gonna have upset people. You're gonna have. You're not to feel good about no, your you're project. Not. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. Especially as yeah. I mean, you don't want a woman walking around with a dead arm. No. Okay. It looked quasi model like. Anyway, that was rude. Uh, let's see where are we are. Uh, where are we? Oh yeah, we had uh, some aerobics going on. Let me ask you something about aerobics classes. Now I realize leg warmers exist. Yeah. Okay. But I didn't realize they were as prolific as they were apparently. Since every woman in that that aerobics class, I love them. I was like, you know, I remember. Lauren seeing, likes them, too. Yeah, yeah. Lauren does like him. She's she, yeah. She, she she didn't put that on her leg though, because that was like really high by her face. No, that was her leg, all that's, the way up that's there. Pretty flexible. Hiding her face. That's Not, that's that's a good aerobics uh, and. B... I'd be in traction like, for six weeks. Yeah. Sorry, Good I leg
0: warmers, too. <laughs>
1: stole that joke. <laughs> Dude, the I love girl. aerobics dance classes. It's amazing. Any year, you well, know, any era. I love them. Let me ask you something, too. Um, I I find them to be strangely erotic. Exactly. That's what I'm I going don't. for. It's weird, because Anytime it's... Anytime I like... see
0: it in a movie, I don't care what movie it is, <laughs> I like... Aerobics dance classes. Well
1: okay, sure, but but did you do you think that it's not just the ladies like bouncing around and stuff in their in their unitards and leotards but the actual uh like leg warmers? For some no. reason are well, you? Well it's, it's, it's that Tights though
8: sure, know. sure sure, sure, I mean,
0: because they always wear like the you know the pink tight that covers the breast and the and the punan, <laughs> what? and then they've got like white or something that offsets that and well, like it's, very of that. it's very stylish, very
1: it's very stylish, very stylish, absolutely, I don't really
0: care about leg
1: warmers at all, oh dude,
0: I, for some reason, I'm looking at those leg warmers going, wow. I like them when they 're doing that they 're on their side and they do that leg kick i 'd like to try that someday, <laughs> but I got to lose like a lot of weight well we just,
1: we just don 't want you to hurt yourself I know we do not want you to hurt yourself i don't i don 't need <laughs> any more problems than I got anyway so we have a woman coming from that uh, aerobics class that, you know, does her thing, walks around, and goes into a. a she recognizes the killer. The killer comes up, recognizes the killer. He kind of looks like. Uh, oh, what's that one? What's that? What do you think? Not not Zorro. He kind of had a, I,
0: That's what I was going to say is he doesn't look like Zorro, but I went, oh, he's going for kind of a Zorro. You no, know, like, D- yeah. like Dick Tracy. Yeah.
1: Dick Tracy profile. Because all you saw was his profile, and all you saw was like. He's wearing the hat, and. Yeah trench coat and the. But one of my favorite parts of this whole movie is they get into a uh uh, uh elevator together right oh hi how's it going and he snuck a giant chainsaw I in there
0: behind i've got back. it right here on paper it's like a bright yellow chainsaw manages to go she doesn't even think uh, what's that behind your back let alone it's bright yellow and huge too yeah
1: so you know whatever that's great if you. It, it, listen, maybe he's like a lord of, uh, of uh, the. He's the David Copperfield exactly. of killing young a, women in elevators. You think it's illusion? No, it's just turning your attention to the other hand. Maybe and he was like. Let's
0: just drop back for one quick okay, second. All right, all right, all right. Now, the chick that was in the swimming pool that they did, and they say, you shouldn't touch the yellow right. chainsaw. Okay, wouldn't that have been taken into evidence? That's a great point. The guy, guy that is must have point. like a whole row of <laughs> yellow chainsaws. He's like, I only use yellow, uh, you know, whatever that hot goes, brand of chainsaw is. I only use Home Depot.
1: Hi, um, I would like 12 chainsaws, please. Uh, in yellow. 12 yellow chainsaws. This is the same because brand, same everything. It's got
0: blood all over, <laughs> and Bluto
1: comes over to touch
0: it, and they yep. go, hey. Do, don't do that no, or no, whatever. No, it was
1: also it was also the the professor that did that. Yeah. Well, speaking the pr- of the professor, let yeah. me let me go yeah. off on a little tangent here. Uh, <laughs> now this movie would be great for cadaver tracks, right? Or you know we should start calling them corpse tracks. Corpse tracks. So because I mean the whole movie I'm sitting there and I'm just making I'm just making these obnoxious comments and stuff like that and it was yeah. hilarious to me, but that that scene. Uh, that scene actually made my wife start dropping some cadaver tracks.
11: And I wrote oh, down what she had to oh say. Oh, God. Let's was hear so it was so
1: funny. All right. Uh, okay, so I'm sitting there watching it with it. And, uh, okay, so that part happens, and the, and the professor goes in, and uh, he says to the cops, you know, after he's looking over the chopped up body, and you know, he, he looks up at the cops and kind of shakes his head and says, what a job you people have. Oh, no shit. <laughs> and my wife yeah. goes, my wife starts stumbling on her words. I like, go, ooh, ooh, oh, ooh. And she says, uh, she goes, the oh, uh, uh, Caucasian. I said, <laughs> and I said, honey. I gave her the slow clap. I said, you get an A for effort, but the yeah. joke you were looking for is, What do you mean, you people? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, what do you mean, you people? But it was like, oh, 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 I got this one. It was was so great. And And awesome. This movie, though, I'll tell you what,
0: this movie was so. How about when the guy, how about when the detective in that pool scene goes, Uh hey, uh, Mr. Brown, Professor Brown, come over here and tell me what would have done this because I don't want to wait for the. the, coroner? I don't (laughs) want to wait for the corner to get (laughs) here. These detectives (laughs) suck from beginning to end. It's like, really, dude? Well, you had one kill. A girl that's laying there, I mean, and the, the first kill is broad daylight on campus. Absolutely. She's on the grass starting a Sir, are you going to be chainsaw, wrong with that? A yellow chainsaw, <laughs> and then her head comes off. And like, we don't know what's <laughs> going on. It's like, what kind of security do you have around here? It's poorly lit, and you guys suck at security. Dude. And then you get the bumbling detectives to come in and go, Come and look at this because I don't want to wait for the coroner. <laughs> I've me, got things to let do. Let me ask
1: you something. So I'm sitting here watching this, and this is a little bit of a of a spoiler. But you know how uh, slashers they like to give you the red herring. They like to tell you, oh, you know, right? Uh, ooh, it's this guy. Is it this guy? I don't know. Check it out. It might be this guy. They tried so hard to make uh, the professor look like a red herring. Oh yeah, it that it was. I was obvious that he couldn't do it because it was they it was like, man, they. They want me to think it's that guy, so it can't be that guy. Yeah. But then I started thinking to myself, wait a second. It's so obvious that they want me to think it's that guy, that they'll know that I'll think it's not that guy. Exactly, But it's yeah. really that guy. Yeah. So, then I went back and
0: forth, you know, and it's like, oh. oh. And then the detective kind of, hey, where have you been? He's like, I was
1: in the library. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'll he talk always, to you He later. always shows up. Exactly. He always, like, oh, if there happened to be a murder, I happen to be in the next room. And Horshack,
0: <laughs> ow, ow, ow. I mean, he was, how about that scene where he's in the bedroom with the
1: chick? That's, that's the getting, one where you see a show. He's, get,
0: he's getting mad at her for screaming like that. Every guy that's wants the ladies to scream. Well, and
1: every, and every guy wants everybody to hear that you're making a lady scream like exactly. that. Exactly. And he's going, oh, my God, could you just keep it down? <laughs>
0: and she wasn't even being that bad. She's like, you can chain me up, you can tie me up if you want. Hey, put a muzzle on me. He's like,
1: No, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go outside and drive my my motorcycle. Like, really?
0: and... Horshack from uh, Welcome Back Cotter is getting all the ladies now. I, I want to go to that college. Well day. let me I was gonna it's say poorly lit, there's hot chicks, and dudes. <laughs> An
1: Horshack dude. well, gets all it, the ladies. You know, the funny thing is, is his friend. Was worse than him Was dorkier looking than him Dude So it's like You have two Two male students On that whole campus Okay One's Horshack And one's his dorky friend Now here's a
0: piece That's gonna stick with us Forever Okay 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 uh, <laughs> The part where he takes The tennis coach Back up to her house Right oh. Alright What the hell Was that guy doing <coughs> Following him In the it's monster mask so, so, yeah yeah And what was this <laughs> Casanova <laughs> <laughs> Dude I'm yeah, going, but hey, thing is a- what are you doing following him? And I'm gonna I'm gonna use that. He, wa- he, walked, he
1: walked, he walked the tennis pro back to her apartment or whatever, and that's and so they're at the door. When he
0: walked up, pulled that mask on, went, Casanova.
1: <laughs> I just went, I'm using that
0: forever. And anytime I see a guy that's getting a lady and I'm like totally jealous of the Dude, fact that he's going on with sure. that, i go, Casanova! <laughs> it's like what the
1: hell was that you know what you know what's great about that is this really this movie was really kind of liberating you know uh, just to think that dudes all you have to have is confidence and you can practically get anybody as long as there's only two dudes at the whole college exactly cuz he went to that he's at the door he's at the the yeah, you know, you're the right. door he goes he goes uh, so uh you making some coffee in there? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my God, so, yeah. It didn't work out, and that's why he did. That's why the friend did the whole.
0: Dude, is a, I'm <laughs> going to wear the mask and everything. Casanova. It, it, it,
1: honestly, if, that, if, that if that's forever. all your competition, if that's all, you are yeah. set to go. You have nothing Dude. to worry about. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you know what? And then let's just get this part out. Let, we just got to talk about this part right before that. It's funny because it was right in between the time when he telling this woman not to scream, and right before he drops this lady off at her apartment, uh, she's walking around on the poorly lit campus. You know, has a has a flashlight. She's just right. walking around, and and uh, all of a sudden she uh, senses some movement yeah. off in the distance. There's a guy that runs past, and then yeah. <laughs> and then we we go to her, and she's still looking around. A guy runs the other way, and then out of nowhere. A dude jumps out uh, a bruce Lee wannabe jumps Jackie out. Jackie chan looking guy he <laughs> in jumps a, out adidas jumpsuit and starts like karate chopping her like knocks the knocks the flashlight out of her hand, making all these don 't
0: i'm going, what the hell is going
1: dude, on dude this this part had a you know okay well, anyway so they they go on for, he he kind of goes after a little while she pulls out a gun, knocks out the gun, but right when he 's about to kick her ass. He stops, and he passes out. Yeah. (laughs) And and so he just falls over. She's like, oh, well, hell. And then that's when Kendall shows
0: up. See, I thought he had like a because you could hear a little bit like that motorcycle rolling up so i thought oh it's a chainsaw he was just uh, jackie chan flipping out because he was chopped in the back or something maybe he was
1: dead and then all of a sudden well that's the thing you had you had a rational thought go through your mind of why this guy's doing it what happened is he shows up kendall kendall shows up and all of a sudden this guy stands up oh hi you're my kung fu teacher yeah and he goes oh man all of a sudden, I'm going out for a jog, and then the next thing I wake up, I don't remember anything. Oh, that's some bad chop suey.
0: It's like, a <laughs> shit. Next thing I know, I'm on the ground.
1: Hey, but, okay, first of all, the dubbing for that guy was about as racist as you can yeah, get. Yeah, like it's about oh, t- okay. Second of all, that part made me question my own sanity. Yeah. I'm like, did that just happen? Dude. Did, what did I miss? So Here's I remember when I watched it.
0: Oh, that's my kung fu
1: professor. <laughs>
0: they have kung fu professors Oh well, sure, college.
1: they have kung fu that's not that's, that's Oh, okay. it's
0: it's real? Yeah, sure. Oh man. Yeah, you... I want some kung Quak Do
1: about, Oh, that's I'll,
0: right. I'll go to college and get me a degree in kung... Aerobic Dance and
1: Kung Kwak do. do. How do you think of that? <laughs> I think that you will be one bad mamma Jam Oh, I'm telling you. No, but like I said, man, that freaking that freaking part made me question my own sanity i thought i was just adding another brick in the wall that was just like out of nowhere what okay amazing though hilarious and amazing and uh again this is another reason why it'd be awesome for corpse tracks add this for comic relief well you know what's funny is i guess the only reason they did that is because for some reason the director was out there filming another kung fu movie at the same time and he's like oh why not just uh whatever that's brilliant. I have no idea. Anyway, turns out the boy from the first scene, like we said, is trying to construct a naked lady puzzle again with real lady parts. Um, and why not? I mean, putting together a, uh, a puzzle teaches patience. It, uh, is this joke funny because it's hilarious to me. Oh, it's teaching. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, awesome. I go in <laughs> <laughs> <And> the ho- <laughs> Oh, chop suey. Okay, uh, but the trick was I uh, figured out who the killer is, even though my wife called it in the fr- within the first ten minutes of the movie. Yeah. She she saw this person goes that's a killer. I did the same thing, and though. I'm like, I no, I can't. And I go, no, 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 no. And that's when I went on to the whole professor. Oh, it's him. But they want me to think it's him, so they it's not want him. Me to think but that. they knew I wouldn't think that. So it's, it's like, him again.
0: Horseshack, Kendall. It's Kendall for a minute there, but then they kind of let that go. Man. You know, I mean, it wasn't really.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, he was just the Casanova. <laughs> Wait, and it's funny because at the end, when they finally reveal who the killer was, they didn't like do this big old dramatic reveal. It was just like, oh, all of a sudden, he's. he's you know doing what I want thing. to know yeah. is,
0: okay, when when the killer would chop up the people or uh-huh. whatever, and he'd sure. take his little bits and
1: pieces he wanted uh-huh. or whatever, what was with the moaning? You <laughs> notice that he go, mm. dude. It, it's a very sexual experience. It's power. Oh. Power equals sex. Sex Sexy. Equals I was power. just like, that's annoying. I mean, God! You're already
0: in the middle of the day. You know that Professor Brown says at one point when he's talking to the tennis coach, uh, she says something about being scared or somebody goes in the middle of the day,
1: <laughs> and it's like uh, it's all been happening in the middle of the day. Uh, there was a decapitation right there. Those detectives were horrid, dude. Dude, they were bad. When when the only guy you can think of it is is Bluto, you know that. When the
0: detective himself is going, we should get Kendall. <laughs> yeah, what? Exactly. We, we need the expertise of Kendall. We need him to come down and go through that paperwork <laughs> with you. And then, well, God, I had a line written down. Where <laughs> That's was so like, funny. Uh, d- the detective's relying on Kendall to do the work, and God, there was a line that he used <laughs> where it was like, oh, we don't have any more time to take. Or, or when, he, when he tells that, that uh, detective with the gray hair. He's oh, like, right. come on, you gotta give me something. And he's like, we we don't want to have any t- any more time uh, to deal with this. Take some uppers, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> just take some uppers.
1: <laughs> that, that's like, that just starts a a whole a whole can of worms. It just opens that. You know what? That's that's not smart. God. What the hell is going on in this? So world? okay, so the kills were solid. I mean, we had the, the chainsaw decapitation. We had the body parts all cut up. We had the bo- cut up body in the elevator, and she was like cut right in half. Yeah, you know, she even wet. She her was pants still alive for way.
0: Christ's sakes. Could you imagine
1: what she went through? <laughs> no, I cannot. I cannot empathize with that. Like, then we had the the stabbed on the weird waterbed thing. And then, and they um, really actually had
0: a waterbed. You yeah. know, at the very beginning, there when she was going to show her pecs to the teacher, sure. she's like, "There's nothing I love better than smoking pot, <laughs> and fucking on a waterbed." Sure enough, the kid said, "Hey, they just installed a waterbed at the uh, in the uh, fitness room."
1: Yep. Why would you have a water?
0: Bed? And then all of a sudden, like halfway through the movie, he's killing that girl, <laughs> and I was like, "By God, they have got a waterbed in there." <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to
1: go to that school? They but, got a waterbed there. Well, let's put it this way: I think the only thing there that you can do with that, I mean, it's not an exercise thing. You smoke weed and you 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 do it on a waterbed. Yeah, bed. there you Well, go.
0: you know, it's it's like, but that, you know, I've heard and I don't know, but after a good workout,
1: laying on a waterbed, is that yeah, right? Feels pretty good. Is, is that right? I don't know. I don't know. I've never, never really laid on a waterbed. You know, the one thing about this slasher, though, that was a little bit different than the uh, than other ones, is the fact that we didn't start out with a stable of victims. You know, right. like, I mean, we didn't have the teens going to the camp. You know, there was no sorority house or no group of criminals that happens right. upon whatever. You know, so, I mean, all, all we had is a killer and he just killed some random people because he's psycho. Yeah. So that was a little bit different. I think that's why a lot of times slashers, you know, when, when you have to deal with that group of people and their dynamic and they're annoying and they're throwaway characters anyway, it gets really just kind of old and annoying. So I think this is a good way to take care of that. We don't have to follow around a bunch of stupid assholes. And hey, you don't have to follow time. the rules. I mean, the girl, <laughs> she's, got her, she's on the
0: grass. She's got half of her ass cheek showing, right, right. and then there's this guy that's totally covered in a beekeeper's outfit, going, <laughs> starting to, hey, you're gonna be long, or I'll move. Oh, just a couple minutes, ma'am. And then, yeah. Yeah. Oh,
4: it's,
0: you know, it's the, the middle of the day. It was it was refreshing that it wasn't. So set up because I went. Oh, well, this is this is a red herring right here. When he started that chainsaw, yep. he was. I thought he's just going to cut the bushes, right, right, right. And then all said, "No, I'm going to
1: cut your head off." <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, as you do in a in a slasher. But I, I hear I be. hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Uh, just so you know, uh, I did not know this, but this the first DVD re- release of this uncut didn't come out till 2008. Wow. So thank you very much for this uncut version, because just like the Valentine's or uh, uh, what was it, My Bloody Valentine, yeah, some of these ki- it was the stuff that would probably be cut out is the stuff that makes this movie. Exactly, I love this movie. I love this movie, and this is an example of why I love horror movies and exploitation flicks. They're oh, fun. Man. They don't have to make sense. You can exactly. have like. You know, uh, kung fu instructors. That blew my mind, though. Yeah, that, that was one that of was kind ever. of
0: left filled It was like, oh, there's a guy in an Adidas outfit and it, in a kung fu this chick to death or
1: something. You know? and, and I'll tell you something too. I was going to give this a, a really high buy, a high buy. Uh-huh. However, in the last ten seconds, and maybe we don't want to give this away. Something happens that, yeah. that all of a sudden it's like. I cannot believe that just happened. This just earned itself a bone saw. Dude, I could not
0: agree with you more. I will not spill the beans on it. But the last minute of the movie I went, What the hell just happened? Dude, I'm giving this a bone sock. Uh, I saw love this. Bone sock.
1: you know, this is probably one of the best movies I've seen a long time. Was it one of the best as far as like high quality uh uh drama and stuff and fill and expertise in filmmaking if you're looking for entertainment
0: it's all there this i mean (laughs) absolutely the kills i mean i you know i got written down the pretty girls the nudity the blood campy yellow chainsaws (laughs) idiot cops and detectives (laughs) yep you know great one-liners all throughout the movie the whole movie you know excellent stuff classy music willard (laughs) <laughs> I mean, Willard Pluto. That was just like Willow, a red herring that was show, wasn't going yeah.
1: anywhere. Well, he he, had he acted kind of like some like high. yeah. He, he It's funny because I even said I'm like, why does he have the Popeye eye? And I was like, oh no, he's Bluto And I'm like, what? And then the Nudie Puzzle for kids of all ages. <laughs> <'Cause> remember <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, where they, where they, they pull that you. puzzle out
0: and they go, oh, that's that's a puzzle, kids for all ages. Well, listen,
1: all kids need to learn patience. They need to. Learn... Okay, I'll shut up. I dude, yeah, it's I, well, I love me. this movie and. Oddly enough, go to go to YouTube right now and the whole thing is streaming yeah, so there you go yeah, I watched it on YouTube beginning to end every tit
0: everything right there that's
1: amazing amazing all right there you go that's uh, I guess that's really all we have to say what about any anything else? I got nothing other than I'm giving it the bone the bone side this is this ah oh, man this is such a fun movie to watch anyway uh, yes, yeah, so there you go um, let's see reminders end of episode reminders. Cadaver tracks, get killer him clowns, get them in. Uh, call us up two zero six three three nine two seven three zero. Give us a voicemail. Did you give out a question for the episode? Did I give out a? Oh, no, did we not talk? Oh, did. you know what? I didn't. You didn't. Wow, we totally skipped that part. Okay, here here's the question. Um, and uh, we got into this a little bit on Facebook, but I'm gonna simplify it because we had a lot going back and forth. Right. And uh, just because I kind of it was weird, I was it, it kind of came about where I was. Uh, just, I mean, I've been watching a few indie movies, and mm-hmm. you know, we are, we always complain about how Hollywood movies put out all the same shit. None of it's original, whatever. Right. But then I started thinking to myself, when's the last indie movie that I saw that was really? Unique and really yeah. original, and I couldn't really come up with one. I mean, he's like, okay, and he's like, well, yeah. I remember I watched The Shrine a little bit, and that was mostly just kind of a, I mean, it was original in the fact of the way they used language, but it wasn't an original story or anything like that, you know. But I mean, obviously, we live in the in the world of uh, you know the time of postmodern you know art where everything's right, borrowed right. and and whatnot. So I mean, I get it. So you got to take that and you got to add something to it to make it your own. But the thing is. is i the last really original movie that I saw, I think that really blew my mind. oh man, it's mm-hmm. hard. I actually just watched a movie called Hugo, which is you know the, the oh, yeah. it's yeah. it's a really nice story and it's really original and it you know is is actually a you know a pretty pleasant movie to watch, <laughs> which by the way, was my wife making paying me back for making her watch pieces, but, <laughs> right. but Hugo sure. ended up being okay uh no, but I remember the last time I walked out of a movie and it was amazing it was like The Matrix. You know, back in, like, 99. I mean, because I've seen, I mean, I haven't been, like, blown away by the originality of a story. Yeah, true. In so long. Uh, And that's a question I don't want to, the question I asked on Facebook was more about, okay, well, you know, I mean, what independent people, why aren't they putting out blah, 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 blah? It's like, you know, that's fine. Well, let's cut that part out. Let's just say, what's the last really original movie that you saw? That
0: sounds good. Yeah. The uh, last really original movie that you saw,
1: and there was a couple of really good responses on the Facebook. One was yeah, from
0: Chris. Junior had <laughs> his his pipes going. With his, <laughs> He's like using this starfish, starfish
1: navigation system. Fred Durst is original and awesome. Yeah. So no, meant- but but basically, uh, Chris mentioned uh, that basically once one movie every once in a while comes out that's brand new that that's pretty unique. But then it gets like copied to death, like Saw or like The Blair Witch, you know, or something like that. You know, and I mean that's the same way with music. I mean, you freaking remember when Nirvana came out, and Uh. all of a sudden, then it got so bad that we started with Nirvana and it turned into Creed. (laughs) You know, and then it's like, holy shit. Anyway, so there you go. That's the question of the episode. Uh, uh, What's the last very like really original movie that you saw? Two zero six three three nine two seven three zero. Um, yeah, I can't believe we forgot to do that earlier. But there you go. Um, well, anything else? We're, we're uh,
0: avant garde. Yes, well, we do what we want anytime. We, we, we want. like
1: to put out original, period, truly original episodes. We do things. And we like, like different... to party. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, man. So if that's all we got, uh, uh, email us. Let me let me throw out some email addresses: Mike at Kidavlab or Mike at corpse dot com. Let us know what you're thinking. Hit us up on the Facebook group. Other than that, I guess uh, we'll catch you bitches later. See ya!